I've been balling so damn hard, I swear I think that I'm Kobe. Young boy love this street shit, but I think that I'm Kobe. All right, listen. All right, cool. Uh, we're <laughs> Episode 24 of the No Cool Down Podcast, man. I'm that man, Trip. We are here back again. Another episode. We are we're, we're here in the No Cool Down, the, the space, the universe, our, our, our domain. Our expanded domain, if you will. And of course, I'm here with my podcast partner in crime, as always, when easy, Mr. Ooh. I thought it was cool to get a little five win streak on multiverse, so you think you the shit now. What's going on, though? <laughs> nothing, man, nothing. I just I just like to point out that the crown is very heavy. Um, I would like oh, to relinquish God. it, but nobody's worthy of it yet. Oh, Nobody God. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> fit anybody but me. <laughs> Listen, man, we're gonna get that work in, man. We're gonna have to, man, don't make me use make sense. Don't make me, don't even figure out Finn fully, bro. We'll get to that in a second. But, anyways, uh, you know what I'm saying? Everybody listening, shout out to all y'all coming through episode 24. Uh, at the top of the episode, you guys gotta say, make sure you guys rate this five stars on, on podcast platforms, audio platforms. You're watching it on YouTube version over on Wotaku channel. Make sure you drop a like, a comment, you know what I'm saying? Share it around. And again, just the backtrack on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Stitch Radio, Google Podcasts, Anchor. Make sure you rate it five stars. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to go tell your auntie. Go tell a friend that this is some good shit right here. Make sure you come tap in with the content. Without further ado, man, we got, we got a couple things to get to this week, man. So you ready? I am, I was born ready. All right, so let's do it, man. We only got one story on the warm-up this week. Only got one because it's actually a, a good amount of topics that, you know, fill in for this week. So uh, so Disney Plus, like that, that live-action remake of Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, I forgot that it actually dropped. And like it did recently and people are actually liking it, you know, more than anticipated, especially because of all the cameos that are just laid in throughout the entire, you know, project. And if you didn't catch it, uh, you know, Chip and Dale kind of pulled up at I think it was at a convention scene. They pulled up on none other than ugly Sonic, bro. Like like the first version of Sonic that was, you know, in the animated animated film, the, the one that came out recently and stuff, the first version. Yeah. The ugly Sonic was there. He was just there <laughs> signing people's shit and moving. I was like, it's it's crazy. It's crazy seeing seeing that in the flesh actually animated is wild thing. But it was basically that character embracing like his outcastings. Like he was signing autographs and he was like listing all of his C list accomplishments. Like oh he was on uh Ugly Sonic, Uglier Crimes. He was doing like a buddy cop show. And I was like, this is hilarious. Actually, I I saw the clip uh earlier. And I was like, yo, this is actually mad funny. I I, I like the direction they took. But it was like full of cameos and different pieces. Like they had like. Stan Sora's whole hairstyle, his whole like, hair chopped off in a bag. They had his keyblade in like an evidence bag. I don't know what was going on, but for the Ugly Sonic stuff, man, how do you feel about seeing him in an actual format? Like, you know what I'm saying? Past that first trailer we got years ago. Um, I think it's really funny. They're, they're really funny over there because I never expected to see that. And it kind of makes me want to check out the show. So they're, it, it, obviously they're doing something right. Because if I want to go watch a show that I had no interest in, um, they know what they're doing. So... I think it was super, super funny. I wonder if this means that they're open to having, like, regular Sonic on, like, a Disney collab of some sorts. Um, yeah. I don't want to hold too much, but uh, I think it'd be pretty cool. I think it'd be pretty cool. Nah, I agree, man. It was just funny. And, and you know what? That interested me so much. I'm going to I'm gonna watch this. I'm going to actually watch this movie. I'm going to actually watch the Chipp- Chippendale joint, bro. Because, like, it seems they that, like, they took a different direction with it. And it seems like a little, little bit more, like, you know, like, referential jokes and a bit more up to speed. It seems like something I might enjoy. So you know what? I'm I'm definitely gonna give it a shot off this. But yeah, seeing Ugly Sonic is nightmare fuel, bro. That's nightmare fuel. That joint is ugly than a motherfucker. Oh my goodness! Like they they uh, 
Yo, I don't know what rounds of lawyers and stuff and legal battles you had to make that a possibility, but shout out to everybody who did that. Shout out to everybody who was a part of that because that's a hilarious piece of nightmare fuel that will never leave. You know what I'm saying? Now it's on Disney Plus for, you know, scaring millions of kids around the world. So, yeah, you know what? We appreciate you for that. We appreciate you for that. <laughs> oh, man. All right, man. That's all we got in the war, man. That's a quick one, man. Legs are already warm. It's cool. It's Friday. Let's get right into it. Let's talk about it, man. Ah, this first story, man. As of May the 19th, which is yesterday as of this recording, Player First Games is free to play fighter Multiverses has now opened their latest closed technical test. And the lads here at No Cooldown, me and Wen, of course, got access and we can actually talk about it. Now, of course, it has a cast of Warner Bros. properties from near and far, fully voice acted, a progression system, and more. But I just want to talk about how we feel about it so far, man. Just our first impressions out the gate. This new updated test, you know what I'm saying? What we're looking at, the character cast, the gameplay, the feel, potential. What's going on, Wen? Talk to me. Um. So I am a big fan of it. Uh, I really enjoyed the time that I spent in it. We had a lot of fun yesterday um, playing. We played a bunch of games. Uh, I'm really happy with the way it's coming out. It's definitely like similar to Smash Bros, but different enough that it, it has its own like pocket. Um, like the variety of characters is really, really good. Like the movesets and everything and the cast is almost as iconic as the Smash Bros cast. I honestly mm. like don't really have any complaints, to be honest. Bro, like, there, yeah, off out the gate, there's nothing. There's nothing really I can be crazy about. Like, I know people. One of the one of the main concerns people had was just like super nitpicky with just like the music. If they can make music, you know, they can make some of those more some of the themes. Like, I've heard Batman's theme or like motifs kind of in some of the music and the score or whatnot. When like we're at his stage or what and, and stuff like that. But you know, making that a bit more pronounced because people were talking. We were talking about yesterday, like you know, Smash has the volumes of all the music that are just like you know outstanding themes for everybody and you know general stages and the the actual game itself so maybe having a bit more pronounced music maybe you can make some tweaks in the soundtrack before that actually has a full rollout that can help out but besides that like the gameplay is really really solid like it's it's much more technical than i thought it was going to be uh off top of my you know off top of my head looking at the stuff the the I, I believe we did say this before the bedrock for interplay between teams and stuff like that like the you know, you have like the little tethers for, from certain characters. You have defensive traits. You have, you know, a lot of launches, all types of, uh, you know, items and throwables have bounce potential. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so much room for dope gameplay in it that it's just built for fun, man. It's just, it's just built to have fun. Again, the character cast fully voice acted. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the, you see you have a bunch of character skins, emotes, all these different launch trails. Like I remember we fought that damn bot Batman, that level 10 bot Batman. And then this man had the he had the dark side Omega Beam trail on knockouts. And I was like, bro, where'd you get that at? You're a bot. And it, it, it kind of pissed me off for a second. But like literally, it's like everything is being laid down in this foundation to have a really, really cool experience. And again, it's free when it comes out. So having all this built on top of it with the customization, with the depth in gameplay and the smoothness of gameplay, because there wasn't really many hiccups in terms of technical stuff that I witnessed. I saw one clip where uh I saw one clip on Twitter where like Jake White, he spazzed out and like his entire like body, like it, it kind of like funneled throughout the entire screen. And that was like a really weird glitch. But that is like pretty, pretty minor. It seems like a one off. And I, I ran into two, actually. I ran into yeah. two during our plays yesterday. The first one was when I was like on the floor and like I was getting mopped, bro. I was getting mopped. I was getting like knocked for constant damage. And I don't know if that was a skill or if that was more of a glitch, but I that just aired on the. I think it was on a glitch. I went. I, I went like eighty hits. I went one, two, three, four, five, six, all the way to the left, and I went back to the right, and I was gone. Like 
three seconds. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, that seems out of the ordinary a little bit. And then the second one, which was an egregious, egregious mistake on part of the system. I was at the end of a game with when with Charles Saw, shout out Charles, and with Panda. Shout out Panda Row. We literally at the end of the game, I'm on 12 kills, and Charles gets a kill towards the end of the game. It lasts like five seconds. At the top of the screen, you can see that I says I'm the lobby leader. I'm the leader. But then the game ends and says he wins. And then we go to the scoreboard. It says we're on the same kills, but I have more damage. When tiebreakers are decided by who has more damage. So they hold me and said, hey, listen, buddy. He's got to give it to Charles, man. You know, it, it, it is what it is. And that is some bullshit. So I'm calling that glitch out. I need to go to the Discord servers. I need to go, you know what I'm saying, lobby this. I, I will be there, you know what I'm saying, talking to the devs to make sure this never happens to anybody again. I'm, I'm an advocate now. I'm an advocate. <laughs> but nah, seriously though, this is this is like some of the most fun I've had with the fighter, you know what I'm saying, in a very, very long time. Consistently, I, I can see myself being on this consistently as somebody who isn't as deep in like, you know, FGCs or, uh, you know, just general fighting game genres entirely as much as other people. This really entices me. I I see a, there's so much upside. There's so much upside to this. Again, 2v2 plays. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the free-for-alls have been really good. Like, I, I didn't see too many people play uh, free-for-alls. I guess they were just kind of sticking to online, play the 2v2 stuff, basic. But the free-for-alls look really good. I One thing I really, really enjoyed about the free-for-all uh, portion is the borders closing in. That, that change-up really, really felt so good in terms of nobody's running, nobody's, you know, nobody has any potential to hide. And again, it makes those fine margins. If you make a mistake... You're gonna, you're that much more likely to get knocked out because it doesn't matter about as much as damage. The more the, more the borders close in, the damage the lower you are. It's still more risk. So if you make a mistake, that's still you knocked out. So it still relies on skill, but it's also forcing gameplay and people actually scrapping, which is what I want to see in a fighting game. I don't want nobody doing no ranged characters from all the way outside in the, in the Himalayas, and I gotta come chase you. I don't want that. So that border system, you know, what I'm saying that being. Uh, there in 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 a free for all mode like that, it's dope. They have uh, you know, that kind of like King of the Hill type style. Whoever gets the most kills and they have multipliers, which makes it you know fun. You can leap in front of the other. Had no problems with that whatsoever. Um, of course they have the stocks in online modes, which is of course standard across uh, across games like this. Um, the items actually didn't feel overbearing. I thought items, you know, they're generally a pretty wary topic for some people. Of course, coming through coming from Smash, you know, some of them are like really overbearing and kind of different gameplay but yo listen you ain't skilled if you use that shit but from what i saw from what i used in you know in the gameplay for multiverses the items actually didn't feel like an overpowered thing they felt like okay they kind of give you a little bit of a leg up but it wasn't too you know it wasn't it wasn't a complete advantage over somebody like they could they could just easily dodge the rock i threw and they or, or catch it or catch or something like that and throw it back my way or then steal a little med pack like a 10 health one or a 50 health one or something like that and then get it cracking like it was really 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 you know well thought out and it, and it feels pretty balanced i would say um like when what's the what's the what's the potential bro because people are giving the comparisons to like you know nick all-star brawl you know they of course are giving it to smash because everybody has to compare this to smash because it's you know it's gonna it's gonna automatically come in there but what are you thinking of like the potential uh, of this coming out the gate so for me i I enjoyed it a lot. I think it's better than than Nick All Star in terms of Nick All Star's. Don't get me twisted. Nick All Star's gameplay is really really solid. Um, it's really fun. This is a little bit slower, 
um, the Nick All-Stars, but it is still, like, it's still really, really well-paced. Um, I'm a fan of the cooldowns on the skills so that there's less spamming. I'm a fan of, like, a lot of the characters. The 2v2 setup is very interesting. We don't really see that often in a, in a platformer. Mm. Um, honestly, time will tell, but this is honestly in a really, really good spot. Free-for-all mode, like you said, was really fun. I didn't think the items were that big of a deal. Personally, I would have still turned them off if possible, but I also don't even think, like, like it's that's more so just a preference thing. I don't think they need to be turned off. Um, and yeah. At no point was I like, this item hoed me. It was just more so, like, I'm not a big fan of picking up items. Yeah. Um. So I, I want to say that this game has a lot of potential, especially with the backing and the way that they're building a community around it. Like, they're really, really pushing for this game, and I think it honestly has a lot of potential. I, I can't really see them a downside. The only thing I wish is... um to have spectator modes and maybe like a lobby where you can rotate in and out but this is honestly still a beta so we have time uh the progression system is somewhat slowish but again when it fully releases and we see the paid model then it might be like oh it's it's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a grind but the game is free so it's like mm -hmm. how can i really Max. be upset about it um, as long as you can unlock characters by playing the game i think that i am going to definitely put some time into this oh absolutely absolutely and i feel like they have stuff set up where like again you're going to be able to you know unlock those pretty fair like the coins and stuff like that from playing online matches which is fair you know we got you know i think charles pointed out to us like yeah you know it's fair that they didn't unlock all characters in a certain free-to-play mode or whatever so you can actually grind them out you know and have the choices to unlock them when you're in online play so it gives you an incentive to stay you know online or play online stuff and get those servers rolling so that's fair that's fair um honestly i don't see any outright weakness from the gameplay standpoint from the experience of the internal game itself honestly the only way that i would see this game not succeed is if they don't properly support it in post and then they don't have enough traction in certain you know public spaces like they said uh they're hosting a tournament for evo right so that's already a big leg up to kind of solidify their spot in the FGC and say, hey, listen, we're, we're actually serious about this, for one, because Smash ain't supporting any of the tournaments like that, and if Multiverse is willing to put up bread like that and be involved, like, off the rip in EVO and, like, the fighting game community and fighting scene, that puts it at a different place than the Smash. Like, for real, for real, if you're, you're going to be honest, like, you know Nintendo's not going to support any, you know, fighting game stuff, you know, that's, that's external to them. They don't, even, they don't even host that themselves, you know what I'm saying? They just drop the game, whatever. This already kind of puts them in a different light compared to, you know, a Smash or Nick All-Star Brawl because of, you know, the quality of the time to put into it and the investment into the FGC for one. And then for two, this, the support part, it has to be consistent updates. You have to have exciting characters, which you have so many in the bag for WB. We were literally going through it uh, the other day. We were talking about, talking about, we were talking about Gandalf, Mortal Kombat characters, you know what I'm saying? Uh... Like so Harry many Potter. different people. Harry Potter, you're damn sure going to see a the Harry Matrix. Potter character. The Matrix characters, like, there's so many franchises to pull from for WB. They can have a roster that, that really goes head-to-head -head with Nintendo and Smash. Like, this could be a really, really... I don't want to put them in a direct comparison line to Nintendo, but I'm saying character for character in a party brawler like this, they could have a really stacked cast that is comparable in star power to that of Smash and it could possibly supersede it. Honestly, when you're looking at stuff on the table, you know what I'm saying? The way they can pull it from different franchises that's, you know, that, that they all have under the umbrella. And it can even pull some stuff from outside. Who knows what deals they might make that, that player first might pull, you know what I'm saying, down the line. But of course, there's 
there's enough in the you know in-house to deal with and really bring in and still have a really successful rollout post-launch. So that's the key. That's the key. If you can really lock down, you know, your your placement in the fighting game community, and then you can really lock down that post-launch content to keep people coming in consistently with new characters, with new skins and event. You know what I'm saying? Like really flesh out all the challenges and stuff in, in that system to see what's going on, what's different. How can I, you know, you know, how can I build more? How can I invest more time into this? They lock down those things. They got a real potential banger on their hands, man. Like this could, you know, this could this could really slip up those rankings when it fully drops. I'm not sure if it drops this year or 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 it might drop some other time. But if it drops this year, this this could be this could be one of those things where it's not like it might not be game of the year, but it might be in that conversation if it has a good launch. Yeah, I think I I would love for this game to drop this year just because I'm a huge fan of it and I want more of it. Because even mm. to this day, everybody's still looking for codes. People are still like trying to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really just hope that they they don't wait too long because it seems like the the community is there. We want this game. We just need them to to release it. Uh, and since it's gonna be free to play, like we I don't know. Like I I just don't see people not trying it out. I just I just can't see people being like, nah, I'm good. I don't want this. Word word. Yeah, no, you're right. Again, like it's it's free. If, if people if people I literally just saw the Twitter like, oh, we dropped we dropped another batch of beta codes. Check out emails. And people is flocking to the streets like it's Snowfall Season 4 or something like that, bro. Like, just what happens when it's free? It's open to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that is that is a powerful thing. That They got momentum on their side. And I feel like they've already set it up where this is going to be a really big event. The open beta that's going to be in July is going to be another one where everybody gets a chance. And they're going to have a big stress test. And if they can, again, batten down the hatches on the servers and make sure that, you know, their interplay and stuff like that, the fluidity and the rollback netcode works, make sure that's effective. Then they, you know, see what's going on with the full release. They got, they got, they got something on their hands, bro. Listen, I, I, we might have to convince Negus to, you know, saying see the error in his ways, man. I don't know. He's definitely gonna try. I don't see him not trying it. He and if, if worse comes to worse, I'll buy him characters if it's that deep. I That's do not. This care. man, this man bought a Fortnite skin. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear no <laughs> debates no more. I don't want to hear nothing about it. All right, listen, multiverses is looking like it might be here to stay, but it's early days. It's early days. I'll, I'll say this for the least though. Y'all gonna see me at some point before this next test is over, bro. I'm I'm about to get on y'all, bro. This is this ain't this ain't no game no more, bro. This that was like the first time on stream I got like hype hype in a minute. Like, yeah, games don't do that usually. I get excited, I get like you know what I'm saying. Sometimes have moments, but I was like consistently on nine ten the entire stream. That's yeah, that's that's different, bro. I reserved that energy for a few things in my life. If you can pull that out of me, uh, you know what I'm saying. I I think I think it's a fun time. So, yeah, that's the multiverses. No, for sure. I'm I'm excited. I can't mm-hmm. wait. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure, man. Uh, definitely got to get a lab it up, bro. Oh yeah, before we uh, switch over to the next topic, who, what characters you think uh, that will your best, the best, objectively need to get nerfed? Well, what, what do you think about the, the character cast like so far in that test? Um. So right now, I'm a huge Garnet fan, but I don't think she's necessarily the strongest. I think Finn is super strong. Um, he's super fast and and like does good damage i think superman is also really really strong i just got him um and he's just like every every attack just does so much knockback i think he's a he's a real problem um honestly i would say s tier would be like superman finn jake is definitely up there like all the characters Mm. really feel good like there's no characters that i'm sitting there like man this is such a bad character but i haven't played them all but Mm. every character that i played was like this is a fun. This is a fun character to play. Like, or they have like an aspect to them that makes them viable. You know. Thanks. 
No, nah, facts. You're not wrong, man. Like every, I, I literally like during, when we played yesterday. I literally just spent uh, our time during our pubs. Like I, w- I ran through like I went through every character that was available to me. I just like did one for everyone. I was like, yo, I could, you know, I think I'm not the strongest in this character, but I can still feel it. Like I, I see something there. I see something I can actually use. Like yo, really make something happen. Like you know, like Harley Quinn. I didn't use a lot. I'd probably like one of the lower characters for me in terms of like ones I would use personally. But when I was in the game, I was like, yo. I can low-key see how you do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, a couple of punishes here. You know what I'm saying? Like, the pistols actually come in handy at certain things at range. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, her movement, she's actually pretty quick. You know what I'm saying? Consider, consider like, you know, everybody's entire, like, you know, the weights and all stuff like that. But it's cool to see how viable certain things are. You know what I'm saying? And if they can hold that aspect consistent when they add more characters on and in, that's, that's going to be, that's going to be cracked. That's gonna be crack, man. Listen, don't make me train up like it's a oh, don't make me start fighting games again, bro. Don't make me do this. Don't make me do this. This is a dark hole, you know what I'm saying? And this, this is a very dark place I don't want to go back to, man. I ain't been there since Street Fighter 4. All right, this is this is different, it's different times, but shout out multiverse, man. It's been super fun so far. For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, on to the next story of the week. We get an update from Santa Monica Studios and God of War Ragnarok on the accessibility front. Now, they dropped an article detailing about 60-plus new additions to the game's options, including controller remapping, subtitle reworks, contrast modes, and a lot more. You know, you know, as, as some advocates for accessibility, you know what I'm saying, and with that being a bigger topic, you know, over the past years, especially, you know, coming to this year, and, and for thirdly, Sony being a really big leader, you know, in this type of, th- in this type of area. Now, how are you feeling about the accessibility options and where this might put God of War's um, development process? Um, I think that this is a really good uh, article. I really love accessibility in gaming. Um, like I'm a huge fan of it ever since I started realizing what falls under that umbrella. Um, controller remapping is awesome because like that includes certain things like um, instead of holding a button, you're tapping it instead, like things, small things like that. Cause I honestly mm-hmm. hate holding buttons in games. And I know mm-hmm. that it's like such a small thing that like I could easily get over, but the fact that I don't have to like is awesome. Just not having to like hold a button down for certain things or even like, um, what game was it? I think it was like Fortnite or something. Like mm-hmm. I would hate having to hold a button for like a chest. And if I let go in the last second, because somebody's trying to fight me or because like somebody yeah. shot at my friend and I instinctively went to go run or whatever, or instinctively let go, I got to restart that whole animation or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, subtitles are awesome. Uh, contrast modes are awesome. That's, that's more like, it's a accessibility for sure. But even like if you're somebody with like a nice TV that has a different kind of picture, like you could customize it in game like these are just awesome things to have like shout out to sony for for adding all these things to the game because it just really makes it easier not only for people who need these settings but for people who don't you can customize your game and like that who doesn't want more options mm-hmm. that's a fact that's a fact i agree and yeah i i think because of our first conversations around this on the podcast like i, I was, i'm a bit more cognizant of certain accessibility changes of what people do now and, you know, God of War is probably one of those ones where it's like they've they've done this for a while. Ever since the first remake, they've done really, really well. They, you know, translate a lot of accessibility options there. Like they even dropped an audio description trailer for the God of War Ragnarok, you know, trailer. You know what I'm saying? Just pure audio description, which is incredibly fire. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a testament to where, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the gaming space should go. Gaming's for everybody. So we as, you know, you know, we as people, we as, you know, 
and them as the game developers should do their utmost to make sure that they can include as many people in their experience as possible. Now, you know, Santa Monica has been, you know, really, really good with this. I saw, you know, a couple of things like that. Um, audio cues and like traversal assistance. I know for like, again, different people, like, you know, having like, you know, the, the climbs, the crawls and all stuff like that, like not being able to, you know, fully do that might, might suck. It, it takes away from the experience. So having the ability to adjust that and account for that is, is, is a beautiful thing, man. And especially, you know, I'd say for me, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm looking at stuff like this. I'm like, audio cues would help so much for me. And then larger eye contacts because my eyesight's actually shite. So seeing certain things on the map and like, you know, in one contiguous camera might be a little bit difficult. So making that a little bit easier on the eye for, you know, people like me who are hard to sight, it helps. It helps. There's like all these things come together and just show, hey, listen, we want to give this game and ship it out to as many people as possible who enjoy the series, who enjoy games. And this is a really big thing for it. This this hopefully will start to become in you know standard practice throughout the gaming industry. You know, what I mean that's that's my hope with with stuff like this, with such a big title coming out and leading uh, with this type of stuff. Now, uh, the the follow up question is: We have no idea when the hell this is dropping, but yeah. people are like, okay, they dropped this accessibility thing, so you think they're just doing the final touches at this point? Or is it farther along than we think and it's going to be a 2023 release and it's going to be delayed? You think it's going to be on time at the end of this holiday season or push it back, push back a year? Um, I think that it is going to be... I don't know if it's coming out this year, to be honest with you, mm. but I don't think that um, it's going to get pushed back because of the accessibility options because that literally nah. never has happened. No, 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 no. But I don't know if it'll be coming out because I feel like I haven't heard anything out of them. But I also could be I could be wrong and they could just be marketing it differently because I, I'm always a proponent of marketing less and just coming out with a game. So maybe they're marketing it in a better way of like, we're just going to do the work instead of like gassing you up for mm-hmm. like six, seven months. So I'm yeah. a I'm a hold out that it's going to be on on time. But if it delays, I'm not going to be surprised because it seems like it's going to be a massive game. So I, mm-hmm. if it takes a few more months, if it comes out next year, it is what it is. There's so many games coming out this year that like I'm not really gonna be super upset about it. Facts, yeah. Honestly, you know what? I know last time we talked about it a bit is like, yo, the, the likelihood of them getting delayed is is pretty, it's pretty, it's, it's up there, you know, for all these games, especially in holiday season. But you know what? I have a a small feeling that they're actually pushing this one super hard, and they're like, yo, we gotta do everything our power to make sure it drops the end of this year. I feel like it might drop the end of this year. Now, large majority, of course, last time we talked about it, I was like, yeah, it's probably going to get delayed, dog. It's just a wrap, you know? But a small part of me is like, I really think that at this stage, you know, if they're showing off all the accessibility options, they've at least got the most of the, you know, the, the groundwork done. And now they're working on polishing, removing bugs, little things here and there. I feel like they've got it in the best playable state that they possibly can. And now it's just tidying up all the ends and odds ahead of you know the holiday season as i feel like they haven't put any definitive thing on it yet to provide enough of a buffer for them to work out a lot of these uh you know a lot of these changes a lot of the, the tweaks accessibility options this that and the third uh to really go apart so i think it's uh yeah i think i think it might be 2022 man i'm I, i'll put i'll put 35 cents on it as a bet i'll put 35 cents on it. we'll see <laughs> I, I'm definitely I'm I'm definitely rooting for you because I would love to play get my hands on this game, but I mm. I cannot like I just I just feel like with what we've seen so far I don't even know I I can't think of a game that's released on time in so long. 
or at least again that hasn't been delayed in yeah. so long or you yeah. know what i'm saying like something that, like, that was sad triple a and above in the uh and it meant yeah. the date because when we when we got the announcement i feel like it was it was so vague and then they dropped the date mm-hmm. and i feel like we haven't seen much of it yet of, yeah. of it since mm-hmm. haven't i think this is the probably the last update we got since the trailer so it was like you know one and two so i'm like damn very interesting and uh, yeah, I guess we'll see what's going on with God of War soon, man. Maybe at the end of the year. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay, moving on a little bit. This one is a bit of a rumor, uh, but uh, you know, there's been some there's been some uh, you know, a bit of corroborations, but a couple of people chiming up with the same information, so it might be something to it. Uh, over the past year, uh, there was just kind of like word that another Microsoft franchise will be getting a collection treatment similar to Halo and the Master Chief Collection. And that speculation has been targeted towards one specific franchise, and that would be Gears of War. So the coalition have gone on record to state that they're working on something, but we won't hear from them for a long time. And that's been standing for, you know, a few months to, I'm about to say most of the year now at this point, and trailing back to last year. And with potential of a Gear 6 being speculated, you know, through many potential NVIDIA leaks and whatever you want to call it, this could be that major project that bridges the gap between them being in the dark for so long and then potentially Gears of War 6 down the line. So, I mean, thoughts on the collection for Gears? I feel like this is way overdue, uh, personally. I think that once they put Gears of War 4 on PC and, uh, and Xbox, I think that they should start working on it then. Mm-hmm. Mostly because you have an entire ecosystem of people who are now being exposed to your game who are only able to really play Gears 1 because that was the only one that was ported to PC and you were never able to play 2 or 3 and now they're going to play 4. Like, I just feel like this should have been done a while ago. Um, I If this is true, I hope they handle it better than Master Chief Collection uh, because I feel like that rollout was just horrible. Um, as a person who wanted to try out the Halo games on Facts. PC, um, I couldn't get Halo 1 to work multiplayer to save my life um the download was massive and i couldn't get the single player to work on co-op so me and my girlfriend couldn't play and i was like well i gotta play this whole thing by myself and i really don't feel like doing that mm-hmm. on top of that they staggered the releases of each individual halo game which i kind of understand but at the same time i didn't want to play halo one the whole time like i wasn't excited for yeah. this release and then like oh all i get to do is play halo one multiplayer it's not a bad multiplayer but it's not what i was looking forward to and two drops, and I'm like, this is, again, a good game, but I, this isn't what I was like. Like, I, I was more interested in Halo 3 or even Reach, because mm-hmm. that's what I was, that's what I remember as a kid was Halo Reach. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, that's not coming out till later. I'm just like, bro, like, at this point, you shouldn't even have called it a collection. You should have just released, you should have just called them all individual remasters. Yeah, it would have made more sense. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. another thing, too, that was a real pet peeve of mine is like, if I just wanted to play Reach, I had to download all of them. Like, I couldn't Facts. pick and just choose. to get access that, to it. Yep. That's that shit is it's a huge download. Like, and mm-hmm. that, again, it's not that big of a deal because it's just space on a hard drive or whatever. I get it. But the fact that like you're staggering them, um, yeah. it's you inconvenient. Can knock out, yeah, it's super convenient, and you can knock out Halo One story in like two days. So like, if you're somebody who's excited, play it, and you're like, cool, I want to go to, the, I want to jump onto the next one. You had to wait months. And I was like, why is it taking so long for all of these? Why don't I just wait and then drop them all at the same time? But that's just me, I guess. Ah, man, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, man. The name of the game is, is a proper rollout. Again, Master Chief Collection, it's been out for damn near, what, a decade now? It's like, what, 2014? 2015? Something like that. It's been out for damn near a decade. And, like, that joint probably, I think it still got issues. 
Like that's, it it's still got some some brain, which is insane. That's a whole nother story. So for I'd say technically, from a technical standpoint, if you want to do anything like this, you better make sure that one, all these games become bundled in that collection day one. You drop it there. You don't, you know what I'm saying? You don't dilly dally, you don't do any of that bullshit. You drop all these games, gears one, two, three, put judgment in the trash, four, and you know, and five, put them all in that bundle, you know what I'm saying? Make it all remastered, drop it right there one time for everybody to have day one. That needs to be standard. And then for two, uh, I would say the online, again, if you're going to deal with them separately, you're going to, you know, highlight one multiplayer, make sure you guys, again, optimize all that stuff, you know, for, for the entire experience. We don't want no crashes. We don't want none of that stuff. You know, the, 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 down, the download file is probably going to be, you know, reasonably big or whatever, but please do your, do, you, do your best to compartmentalize and, you know, map what you need to map to make sure it's, it's an optimal person. It's, it's an optimal experience for the user. Like, if they just want to play Gears 1 campaign, just give them that download and then let them go about their business. Like, you don't have to do all these, you know, you know, package deal and have 500 gigs, you know what I'm saying, just going off somebody's computer. You know what I mean? You don't have to do all that. Stepping back, kind of looking at the franchise wide, yes, very long overdue. Gears, is, Gears should be one of those things. It's like, it's Halo's wingman. It's the right-hand man on Xbox platforms. Like, it needs to be up there if you want to have any traction, in my opinion. That's one of these series that, again, came up on the xbox brand and it, it took everybody by storm like that should be and it should have held that same at least the same echelon of regard in terms of importance as a halo to me in terms of xbox's legacy because when halo's out you need to sub gears of war in you know what i'm saying like that's like later the rotation as one comes out one comes in and it, it's been dormant because i mean the coalition's been working you know what i'm saying they had all their stuff turned over to them and they've been they've been trying to work stuff out uh i believe what rod ferguson runs runs coalition i, I think I could be wrong, but uh, I'm about to say that that just kind of shows, hey, listen, it's long overdue and people needed it. And the Gears community has been kind of like scattered for years. You know what I'm saying? Like I got into Gears super late, like end, I think like end of Gears of War 2, like around Gears of War 3 time, I think, actually. And I was like, yo, this game's actually pretty fun. I'm shit. I cannot wall bounce, but it's actually really, really enjoyable. And so if you can, again, just touch up some things here and there, you don't have to do too much of the gameplay. You know what I'm saying? lock it in, make a good experience, make sure it runs well. You got a banger. And this, in my opinion, could supplement for some of the losses that you took, you know what I'm saying, with Redfall being delayed, with uh, with um, Starfield being delayed to next year. If you can get this out, this is, this is like an actual thing being worked on, you know, and that, that might be coming out this year. You wait for a holiday release, and this could cover some of the losses because people have been fiending for a new Gears of War experience, at least a refreshed one. So having that bundled experience back in the fray is you know it does some good and it saves some face for xbox for 2022 man we already talked about last week how they're going to take a big l to make it a little bit smaller you know say if you actually had gears of war back in the rotation so uh i honestly hope it's true you know what other series could it be yeah i i think that it i i hope it's true as well we'll see um just because uh i i got into gears way later and again really good game because i started playing it on pc but one of the things was like i would love to play through the the story mode because it's another game that you can play co-op throughout the whole thing and i was like that's cool but like Mm -hmm. i i couldn't play one two or three so it's like am i really gonna start at four like no yeah we'll see if it's if they do it i might i might have to do a playthrough yeah i'm not gonna lie uh if it's perfect dark i don't know dog Hey, listen, that's a very, that's, that's a different one. I just, that, that, that idea popped in my head. I don't know if the coalition's on there. I think it's Crystal Dynamics. They were, and maybe somebody might've taken it over from them. I, I don't remember the semantics, but if it is that, 
I listen, I will say this on record. I, I thought as a young lad that Perfect Dark Zero actually wasn't that bad. I thought it was pretty solid. Cause I, I literally play that multiplayer all the time with my brothers. Like, literally, we just sit there in the room, we, we knock it out. It's, it was actually pretty fun to me because that's the only game we damn well had. So it is what it is. But I know the reception that Perfect Dark Zero got. Perfect Dark is fine. It's whatever. But I don't know if that was that's the series three master, to be honest. So let's let's hope for your sake, Microsoft, that it's gears. Let's just hope. Yeah. And all right. So skipping on forward. Uh, it seems that, you know, 100 Thieves, one of the largest gaming organizations in the industry today, is taking the next bold step further as they announced a few days ago that they are starting development on a new video game simply known as Project X. And no, it's not the movie. So, I mean, how are we feeling about this, man? A lot of orgs, a lot of people stepping into the gaming space from the creator side. What's going on? You ever seen, like, a food critic, like, and wonder if they can cook? <laughs> That's kind of how I feel when I hear, like, streamers making a video game. It's like... Yep. Not not bashing any streamers, because the thing is, I feel like I have a great understanding of what makes a game good and what mm-hmm. makes a game bad. But if I was ever offered the job of a, of a game director, I don't think I would ever take it. I think I would co-direct or even consult, but I don't think I could ever be like, I want to create this because at the end of the day, or I would want to help produce it, but I cannot say that I'm going to make it myself because... I don't know what it takes to build a game. So hearing 100 Thieves is different, though, because it's an organization. It's not just one person. Um, Mm. What they're going to make, I don't know, but I'm betting it's a shooter. You know damn Uh, well what they're going to make. You know damn well which route they're going. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a shooter. Will it be good? Will it be advertised? Yes. Yes. It will have a great marketing. You know that for sure. Yeah, it'll have a great marketing campaign. Will it be good? Bro. Yeah, you know what? Maybe. I, I'm highly interested in, in like how that comes out. That and the Dr. Disrespect joint. Because I, I don't know if you saw it, but like it was funny. Like Dr. Disrespect's his studio or whatever. I forgot what it what the name was called. But like uh, he, he kind of like went on Twitter and like, like quote tweeted that. He's like, oh, yeah, that's nice. Congratulations. I always wanted a studio to be better than or like or it's always nice to have something or somebody you can be better than. So like I guess they're both competing in a certain space. So I'm like, it's funny because if y'all both flop, I'm gonna laugh at both y'all asses. I'm like, yo, listen, if you cannot make a better game than like Dirty Bomb or some shit like that, listen, y'all, y'all, y'all ass. I need all y'all to shut up in perpetuity. Every complaint that y'all ever had about, you know, what I'm saying like shooters or whatever. And if your game is ass, I need y'all to stuff those complaints. You know what I mean? Because. If you don't, if you don't cut it, Aiden, if your shooter is literally not in a solid ass level, where there's minimal complaints, so in little things here and there, you know what I'm saying, bro? All me. If your shooter is worse than the America's Army free game, your 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 shit is done, bro. Your shit is finished, bro. I don't ever want to hear from any of y'all again. I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. Like, shout outs to y'all for you know what I'm saying, branching out and making and creating new endeavors and going on new adventures. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. And I want it to be fun. I want y'all to succeed because that means it's a win for everybody. Everybody in the gaming space. That's a fact. But if it's ass, and if I and if I would rather play the America's Army Proven Ground game, y'all really need to reevaluate these investments. That's all I'm saying. Off top. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It, it's tough. 
like we'll see we'll see what happens but i'm not i'm not looking for this Facts. i'm not looking out for this 100 100 these flappy bird and shit i'm about to say we about to get it cracked <laughs> It, it would probably get a lot of downloads. Yeah, it probably would. Probably would. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, I'm not seeing you. I'm not gonna lie. We'll see. We'll see when we see it on the street, right? For all right. All right. On uh, slide it, slide it forward. Uh, next story on the docket. Uh, I'm about to say YouTube has announced that they are testing new features that includes highlighting the most replayed sections of a video and enable skipping of less replayed or seemingly boring parts to get to the quote unquote good stuff. Now, I know there was a couple, there's a little bit of discourse around this, man. Is this a good or a bad idea? What's going on? So, a little of both, maybe. Like, it, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I could see, I see what they're, what they're looking for. Like, as a viewer, I would like to skip to the part that, of the video that helps me get to the part of the video. You know what I'm saying? Like if I if I do a video, if I'm looking up a video on how to like change, how to fold a t-shirt, let's say, um, and I don't want to hear the whole fucking intro of the guy who's making these t-shirt videos. The highlights part is great because it'll tell me where I need to go to get the information that I need. Uh, however, from the, the creator's standpoint, it's going to suck because I'm just going to be like losing like it's gonna look bad on my videos when people are just clicking through it because they're gonna go see the highlighted spots and then they're going to um just not watch the rest of the video which makes which hurts your views which hurts the like i don't i don't really like it i feel like it's weak um or not even weak but i just feel like it if it's an option then that's fine i guess like i can't really argue with them but i'm gonna Mm. keep my shit off because i i don't think that every time i make a video i don't think that there's one part that you should watch um over the entire video like my video for changing your name on stream Mm. i made it it's two minutes long not even it's like two it's a minute and 45 seconds i make all my videos as short as possible so that you're not really wasting time with unnecessary information facts so I to add cut highlights that. on like yeah like to add highlights on like a, a five or four minute video it's like if you don't got five or four minutes i don't think you need to be on youtube you should just go to tiktok for all nice. that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um so i'm not a big fan of it but i understand why it would be important for people because like if mm-hmm. i'm watching like a there's second videos that are like three hours long because it's the characters are so massive mm-hmm. um and there there are times where like i wish there was like a little bit of a breakdown of like i want to know the moves that I, the bread and butter moves, I need to know the the staple combos and I need to know uh, my weaknesses. That's all I care about mm. a character. I don't need three hours of, of footage. So like that, it would work for that. But even then, that's what comment sections are for, or that's what the description is for. You're, the person who made the video can tell you where what you need to do to go to where or whatever. So I don't know. It's a very mixed bag, but I'm not very much for this at all. Yeah. Um scrap this dog scrap this y'all were making such good progress and this just undermines the again the efforts of a lot of a lot of creators it it, it does if you're saying oh yeah listen this part everybody replayed go straight to that don't worry about the rest of this what if there was actually a good part in there that wasn't as replayed but people saw it and they laughed at it though what if it was a good moment and it wasn't highlighted you know what i'm saying that just kind of mixes the content up in terms of oh what good moments might possibly be there you're going off what the algorithm is instead of the actual content itself. And that's where, you know, again, the the actual 
essence of a video, the idea behind it, good jokes, funny, you know, funny writing, whatever production that went into it is kind of missed. And they just go straight towards, oh, listen, people laughed at that one moment right there, or these one to two, three moments, but there was all stuff riddled throughout the entire video. So he went to this and then just, you know, dropped all people's retention rates for that stuff for no reason. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's not the best move. Again, if it's optional, cool. Now I'm turning it off on my channel. Whatever will make it happen. Like, I would rather it be optional if it's, if it's a mandatory thing that they're going to try and force implement or, you know, push heavily, fine. But in my opinion, this doesn't need to be a thing. This is really, really cool steps forward in terms of the, the platform in general. But in terms of this specific tool and doing that stuff... I don't know uh, if this is going to be entirely beneficial in the long run for creators. You know what I mean? Like maybe for yeah. the platform, maybe for the platform, people kind of stay on there longer or they, or they get right to a certain heart of a video. You know what I mean? Like that's there. Like I, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find the value in this for all parties for creators. I don't really see any, you know what I mean? Maybe besides people yeah. going straight to your videos or getting click throughs uh, based on that. But you know, I, I can't really see any for that. Uh, I, I need to look a little bit more on the rationale behind it, but for now, I would say this is not a good movie. I need to kind of vault this, bro. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Put that in YouTube archives. Unlist that. No, for sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all right. Pushing forward. So, yeah, uh, a few episodes ago, actually, we talked about Sony's acquisition of Bungie and some of the potential rationale on why they pulled the trigger. You know, and this week, Sony CEO Ken Kenichiro Yoshida stated that our acquisition of Bungie also represents a major step forward in becoming more multi-platform. So, you know, given no current or future titles are coming from Bungie, will be exclusive to PlayStation. PlayStation is making that trek to be everywhere. So, I mean, what does this mean for that 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 multi-platform push? What are they talking about? Like, you know, becoming more multi-platform in a sense. What do you think it looks like? I think it means more so like trying to reach out towards PC. I think that's really, that's really the only other platform that they can really get on outside of like maybe Nintendo, but there's a lot of bad blood there. So I don't know if we'll, we'll see them together. Um, but I can't imagine they're meaning anything other than PC right now, unless they're mm -hmm. talking about mobile. Um, yeah. Which I don't think would be a bad thing. It would just be another mobile era or whatever. Um, so... Yeah, I think it's mostly just trying to reach out to the PC community and trying to get um, become a part or more closely related with the PC stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I would tend to agree. I mean, of course, they're going to have Bungie stuff, gold multi-platform, so it would definitely be on the Xbox platforms, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, that's there. But yeah, I feel like it's definitely like tapping into the PC market. That's what that's what their goal is. That's what we talked about way back when, talking about them acquiring Nixus uh you know what i'm saying like pc ports and stuff like that like pc port developers and all this stuff they lost the pc uh the playstation on on pc network and blah blah blah. like all this extra initiative sorry including uh you know uh you know the pc master race and stuff in their in their uh game drops and that's where they're going you know what i'm saying that's where a lot of untapped market share is that's that's the place that they have to you know meet xbox at in a sense and meet nintendo in a sense to kind of really capture kind of final frontier because of course they were super hyper focused on their internal audiences their console audiences and whatnot but now they've seen the money the money to be made on platforms like steam epic game store blah 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 that and third maybe their own storefront and they're like oh shit we need to get on this we need to make sure we're as in much in as much places as possible capture as much money as we can I, I, Bungie's kind of like that big springboard for that honestly because they're everywhere like live service 
they're on all platforms they drop updates all the time you know what i'm saying like their entire business model as you know you know as a gamer in destiny in destiny 2 that kind of really it sets the tone for a lot of the the the, the multi-platform reach that that i think sony's trying to achieve so i mean like that's like yeah bungie's kind of like the springboard no pun intended they're literally the springboard for that multi-platform talk yeah i i, I agree with you and mm. i I understand what he's what he's saying. I I don't think Benji's gonna be like the, the flagship title to bring PC into the Sony family, but nah, it's definitely gonna be it's definitely one of like it's definitely like yo, listen, we we care about you guys. We're in the space as of right now via Destiny, but we plan on making like becoming more of a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, I definitely see it. I definitely see it, man. Uh. If this, you know, ultimately means more PlayStation games coming, uh, you know, maybe a day one drop on the PC simultaneously, she color yeah. me interested. Color me interested, man. I'm just here for the tears and getting my game on Steam day one. That's all I'm here for, bro. Honestly. That's just me. I, I need that. I need that God of War 8. You know what I'm saying? Just day one's click. <sighs> I'm on that <laughs> ass, bro. Nah, it's going to be fantastic. All right. All right. That's enough for the gods with a mouse and <laughs> keyboard. Facts, that's right. They just, just jiggle aim, bro. Jiggle aim. I don't need all that. I don't need all that controller. That's facts. Facts. Oh, it's gonna be a good time. All right. Let's slide forward a little bit. So it seems that Netflix is starting to look into live streaming for some upcoming events. So as the movie and streaming brand moves forward, they've been looking at live streaming capabilities to support their platform and rollouts like reality TV shows and comedy specials. So I mean, is this enough to turn stuff around for them? Like, how do you how do you see this playing out? Like, it it might help, but it's not gonna be the 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 cure all for for their problems. Like, mm-hmm. I know they're having like a comedy festival right now, and I'm sure a lot of people would love to see that live, but they can't because they don't. It's a Netflix thing, and they don't have live streaming. Um. But I could see it helping, uh, helping their numbers. But I think they have bigger problems than just not having live services. Oh yeah, nah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. This is like kind. Of, I think there's like a a paper over the cracks thing. Now, looking at the tool and looking at the option to do this in isolation without the branding of Netflix, actually a pretty smart idea. You think about all these live streamed events, you know what I'm saying? You think about the live streaming culture as it is, you know what I'm saying? Concerts, all this other stuff. Um, think about the Versus series when it was at its hottest during the pandemic. So many people tuned into Instagram just to see one event live, you know what I mean? And then people live tweeting all over the timeline for certain things like, you know, like The Circle or all these reality TV shows that have gone on Netflix. They've had big traction, but they've had it in bulk. And it's kind of like, it's it's kind of like, uh, it's not matching. It's It's like... A- asynchronous and stuff like that between the actual drop of the episodes and the people talking about like the next day or they talking into the day after if you have that lineup where it's a whole live feed everybody can watch this the exact same time the stream's going up and then the episodes will drop right after that or an episode will drop right after that and people are what live tweeting that really helps uh the synergy between you know social media connectivity and dropping the episode and having traffic come to your platform i feel like that's actually a really really smart move on their part and having things like of course the reality TV shows like The Circle, you have concerts, comedy specials, which is also a big one. Uh, I feel like, you know, people are, are generally tapped into it. It's like a one hour thing. 
having those go live and be at the top of a platform get pushed that way is honestly a good way for a streaming service to really you know start to differentiate a little bit and provide more of that you know that homey i well, i wouldn't say homey but more inclusive feel of like yo you're part of something bigger you're part of an experience you're part of like that twitter conversation that's kind of extended right there at the same time so that's smart in isolation but when you add it back into the the, the equation that is uh, Netflix is like, yo, cool, you did this, but you also spent all this money on Stranger Things hoping it works, and you also cut so many different studios, and you lost 200,000 subscribers. Like, I don't think this is, like, the one thing you need to focus on, bro. You need to focus on making your content better. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know if you saw the numbers for um Stranger Things, bro. This is kind of irrelevant, but, like, they spent hella money, and it's, like, each episode is, like, nine episodes, and they're, like, an hour and 15 each. They're like long episodes. They spent buku money on this. They poured a lot into Stranger Things season four. I think they like a lot is a lot is riding on this, and I, I think I think more is riding on Stranger Stranger Things season four s- potential success than we think. I'm like they cut so much stuff out the way. All these animated projects, people getting laid off, blah blah blah, just to save face for some of that. And I'm like, I, they they need they want to find a way to get consistent traffic. They're clawing for that way to get consistent traffic, investing in the biggest shows that they have, cutting ones that they don't think are have enough, garner enough success for the platform to be consistent, and and looking at certain things like a live streaming platform to keep more eyes on the service as consistently as possible. It's it's that's the play. I feel like that's their play, you know, yeah. trying to, try to invest into the biggest guns they have and create that consistent, you know, that consistent watch time, consistent set of eyes that are on Netflix's, uh, you know, apps. Yeah, I would love to. Uh, I would love to see how this works, but I completely agree. Netflix is kind of in a bad spot, and I don't know if um, I don't know if they're really looking at the problems. They're just trying to find ways of living with the problem. Hmm. Yeah. No, you're not wrong, bro. They're they're looking at everything else except for potentially what's the core of the issue. And I'm like, all right, cool, bro. That's fine. Allegedly, you know what I'm saying. A certain a certain combination of numbers never fail me, but. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll definitely, you know, be looking at uh, all the developments and details, all that live stream and stuff. Maybe it branches into gaming because, I mean, we also know, hey, the Netflix gaming's on the way. You know, we're going to have a, a couple presentations during Netflix. I, I think it's something, I don't think it was Netflix Geek. I think it might have been Netflix Geek. There's some presentation happening in the first week of June or second week that uh, they're detailing some of the games that are dropping for their platform and for their, for their banner and stuff. So maybe live streaming could, you know, tap into that side as well. You know, who knows? I'm good. <laughs> uh, I just don't think I need it. I think I'm. I think I'm fine. Uh, you don't. You don't want to be a Netflix creator, bro. You don't want to be Netflix partner, baby. I would partner with Netflix to watch shows on stream or react mm. to, to shows on stream. I, I that could, like that. That could be a, a great that could be a program. perk. That could be a perk. Like, uh, like I don't like. What am I supposed to do? Use my Roku as a controller? Um, like I just don't understand the the Synap like the the specs of it am i supposed to like play it via the netflix app am i is it gonna be another streaming service because i already pay for xbox like game pass am i gonna have to pay for that and netflix game pass like what can y'all have mm. what do y'all gotta offer i guess like that's really what it comes to. like what do you guys have in the cut that i am like yeah that's... netflix gaming is the move mm-hmm. that's fair that's fair uh yeah i'm interested to see how i mean if there's any uh, you know if there's any connection between them starting to live stream or look for live stream opportunities and capabilities and then the Netflix gaming platform, I know, you know, they've been trying to do that stuff. Apple, they tried to do it. 
uh you know what i'm saying with the, i mean at least, at least from the gaming platform standpoint they, they try. didn't try they have apple arcade it's just oh mobile. yeah they do you're right it's, it's mobile you know it's mobile it's mobile it's mobile you're you're correct it's, you're correct i'm thinking I, about google i'm thinking about google stadia i forgot i'm thinking about them my bad yeah. they flop they was different uh, you know what i'm saying that, that's something say, else. my brother my brother on his apple tv plays 2k with like PS4 controllers. It's not. That's it's the- mobile 2K, but it's 2K, and that it mm. works for him because he is not a gamer, but he's a basketball fan. So mm. he's like, "Yo, let me bust you as a 2K, and this shit's running at 30 frames, with crazy input lag. I, I, I promise you, it's not that good." But he's having fun, and because I'm playing, I'm like playing a game with my brother, and I'm like, "Sure, bro, we'll yeah. play 2K." Everybody looks the 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 voice lines are all the same. It's a funny. It's funny for me, but hey, it works. And there's a lot of other games on it too. So I I will say that Apple has made something. They did. They didn't lie. It's there. Mm. It's just not what you think. Yeah, yeah. It's fair. It's fair. They got that pixelated Clark Kellogg. And for three, and uh, somebody say that's wild. (laughs) That's tough. That's tough, bro. That is tough. But yeah. uh that's that's wild. Netflix, I don't know exactly where they're gonna go from here, but I feel like they're they're trying to drop something. They're trying to drop some type of play to, you know, save some facing and hit a corner. So we'll see, man. We'll definitely see. Okay, man. Get into a bit juicier news. Uh, I know this might be a little bit divisive, but we gotta talk about it still. According to some sources and informants across the land, it was reported that there were several, counted several. Silent Hill projects in the works. More specifically, a Silent Hill 2 remake from the Bloober team, a smaller Silent Hill episodic series from Annapurna Interactive, and a new mainline Silent Hill game. Now, when approached with this information, Bloober team CEO Piotr Babiano said he can't comment on the remake rumors, but excitedly will make an announcement on upcoming projects soon. So, I mean, Silent Hills. We, I, th- I think we talked about a PT. We talked about like that, some of that stuff last time, as well with some like you know the text messages and like you know those leaks that might have came out and like where the smoke there's fire. Kind of a bit of double down this week. You know, we heard more about Silent Hills and somebody, somebody didn't. He don't want to speak on it. So I mean, what's what's going on with Silent Hill, man? Um, if it's not Hideo Kojima, yeah, I got it. Like y'all can keep it. Um. Honestly, uh, the remakes, that's probably true. Uh, they might make a collection or something. Uh, hopefully, Konami comes out with like a Metal Gear collection on PC because I, I would love to buy that. That's, that. that is a game that would definitely get my money, Konami. So go ahead, go ahead and get on that. Like a full collection. Because they made, a, they made a, a Metal Gear collection on PS3 and it literally came with like every game from like metal gear one that was like on mm. the commodore 64 yeah. to, to metal gear solid four mm. um and if they dropped all of them in one in one collection i cop it on pc right now if they dropped it i don't give a fuck how much it is um now new shit that is hideo kojima's bread and butter mm. from y'all i got it like <laughs> y'all, that's you that's you that's all you bro i don't and keep that. Yeah, I can keep that. Um, mm. Episodic, that doesn't sound bad. That doesn't sound bad. Yeah. Like a Telltale Silent Hill kind of game. Mm. I, I think I'd be more inclined to that. Um, and, and like, I think if they're going to release, uh, I think they should do remake episodic then main game because it would warm people up because it's like, yo, this, this franchise has been dead 
for a long ass time. Mm -hmm. Here is some. Here's why you loved it. Here is a taste of what can be, and here is the final product. I think would be the best way for them to do it. But mm -hmm. and, I, I mean, can't think of the the last time I've seen like and it is a Konami title in general mm -hmm. outside of Yu Gi Oh yeah. Master Duel. But that's a it's a card. It's, it's been an online minute. card game. It's been a minute, but I, yeah, I will double down and say that the uh, I had to double check the uh, slate, but the episodic one from Annapurna Interactive sounds good because they made Outer Wilds, they made Journey. I'm about to say they made uh, what's it called? They made Outer Wilds is nuts. I'm about to say they made 12 minutes. Uh, I'm about to say which is I'm about to say people were talking about that nonstop. That game is nuts. Um, yeah, yeah, they made and then they're making that one cat game straight. So I I think they have a good track record. Honestly, in my opinion, yeah. I think they have a good little slate on them. You know what I'm saying? They got a good little set of experience. You know what I'm saying? Slate is straight not out yet, but I'm still counting. That's a classic, bro. I don't give I don't give a fuck with nothing. I'll say, bro. Straight gonna be a classic. Anyways, uh, <laughs> no, nah, but seriously though, I think they actually do really well with how they you know interpret games artistically. You know what I'm saying? At least in the aesthetic format. So I mean, them coming with the Silent Hill, it could be a really different take on you know on the episodic front. So it could be fire, bro. It could be really fire. That's cool. Silent Hill Two Remake. I feel like there's not much to there's not much to reinterpret. You know what I mean? Like in terms of the plot and whatever, just keep the plot points, all that stuff, majorly the same. Just touch up some things here and there. You know what I'm saying? Modernize some of the gameplay. Make sure it looks really, really dope. A new Silent Hills. Uh. Yeah, it's gonna look weird without Hideo, man. It's gonna look weird. I don't know how to feel exactly without Kojima, you know, on this. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah. it, I, I will say this: given the track record of Konami without Kojima, uh, uh yeah, I, I'm in agreement. Keep that, keep that in your pocket. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't take it out for any circumstances. Just, just, just you know, put it in your back pocket, sit in the car, drive that way. That's my take on it. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm in full agreement with Wen that I don't think it it will it would hit the same exactly, but I am down to give it a chance because it's been so long since we had any Silent Hill experience. I remember sitting down years ago watching you know watching my brother play Silent Hills too, and I was about to say I got a chance to play some. I was scared shitless, and it was a good time. But yeah. I I I think the gap has been so long that I would at least be willing to see what they work with. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm willing to see what comes out of it. A trailer or something like that, more information, cool. I feel like the the weight of the game series itself and the weight of the franchise has warranted me to at least give it a look even without Kojima. Now, I will heavily not consider it because Kojima's not a part of it, but I will give it a little bit of credence to look at it. Just a little bit to look. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. uh, of the series itself. So I mean, Honestly, I feel like we'll see something this, you know, this June. I think we will hear something about it. You know what I'm saying? Either June or 100% December, uh, given the weight of this rumor, some of the corroboration. And, you know, the CEO's like, yo, we got stuff coming, but we don't want to tell y'all yet. I really feel like we're going to hear something this year about it. We will hear at least one or multiple of these projects. We will hear some news about Silent Hill making a return. That's, that's, that's yeah. me. Yeah. I agree with that. But, yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. Okay, switching gears into the trailer trove, man. Of course, you know, this is a segment talking about a lot of different media in terms of watching media, you know what I'm saying? Anime, films, you know, and comics, all that other stuff, uh, shows and whatnot. We got a, we got a couple topics today, man. So let's talk about it. Uh, so yeah, uh, Gotham Knights, we talked about it in the last podcast in terms of the game, but the, the TV series on the CW is uh, coming and we got a poster and a bit more information on what the show might bring in 2023. So 
Alongside the new visual, we got some word of the main characters in the frame. Uh, that would be uh, Turner Hayes slash Robin, Harper Rose slash Bluebird, Duella Dent, Carrie, uh, yeah, Carrie Kelly slash Batgirl or Batwoman, and a couple of more characters here and there. So I am slightly confused as there, you know, there's there's no Nightwing, there's no Jason Todd. You know, they're all like super, you know, the teenagers, teenagers. So I don't know exactly how everything fits just yet, but it's looking different when how you feel. I thought when we found out that the CW never made any money. Bro, I thought, I thought they, they were, were gone. I thought they I thought were that, gone. Like, why, they never made any money. Why, why are they still making shows? Like, you guys, like, it's, at this point, I'm going to call the FBI because there's no way this isn't money laundering because there's no way y'all are making bad shows and are continuously greenlighting bad shows. I just, I just don't understand. Truthfully, like, why? Who's giving the CW this money? They didn't make a profit ever. So, who's, where are they getting this money from? Facts. Uh, I, I, I assume. You know, what I'm saying, like, it's, it's a, it's an underground drug operation. I'm gonna be honest here. There's I, no I, way it's not. I honestly think the CW has been. It's, it's a front. It's a front. It's a dummy. It's a dummy corporation, bro. It's a dummy. It has to be. Somebody has been selling black tar heroin in the United States for damn near 20 years as the CW's fault. They're, they're making this happen. Their airtime is like distracting people, you know what I'm saying, and max security prisons to get them in and out so they can sell black tar heroin at certain hot points across the country during their run times, bro. I refuse to believe that people was watching Gorilla Grodd go crazy telling people, make America Grodd again. Without any type of ulterior motive on the airwaves, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not buying it, bro. I'm not buying it. That's just, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And just to speak on this poster, bro, it don't look good, bro. It don't look good. I'm going to oh, be honest. I, I had to put my announcer voice on at first, you know what I'm saying? Like, actually give it the, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the fair, the fair intro, but it don't look good at all. At all. No. Why is there no Jason Todd? Show. Facts. Why this look like like the Descendants, bro? It looked like the Descendants that one Disney series. Yes, like it's crazy. I am. Why does this get greenlit all the time at the CW? Who works there? Who works there? I need your information so I can talk, bro. Just like calmly. It, it, it dead ass looks like it's just like a teen drama. I'm like, yo, you expect me to believe that these people taking up Batman's mantle and then they fighting crime like this? They gotta be in. That, they gotta be in like. You know, first period at 7.45. Nigga, like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Uh, it just doesn't look good, bro. It, it looks really grim. I'm not watching this shit anyways. I'm not going to lie. I already, yeah. I already knew off the top of my head. The game, I, at least I get the, the video game, I would give at least a little bit of credence to. You know what I'm saying? At first, I was super excited. Now, it's like, eh. But I'm going to give it a chance. Because the story, Court of Owls, fantastic. So, that's that. The TV series, though, gets no play over here. It gets no love. I'm sorry. You as soon as you as soon as you affiliated with the you know saying with the CW you became an op. That is what it is. Garbage, basura, yeah. refutes, trash. Yeah. Damn, bro, CW, bro. How the hell? Mm. How are you a whole network and I make more money than you? That don't make no sense. Yeah. Individuals on the street be making more. Girl Scouts be chilling one cold winter day when nobody at the store. One person came in and got some thin mitts, and they get they make more money than you. Yeah. That's crazy, CW. Liquidate with whatever money you honest. have left. Honest and get out the country. 
Facts. Facts. We're cleaning up the streets. No more black tar heroin. I know it's you. I know it's UCW. Anyways, I would say, uh, on to the next story. So this week was actually a surprising time, uh, as none other than show producer and comedian Mindy Kaling announced a Velma series for HBO Max. Now, the more interesting part of this is that the Scooby-Doo spinoff series aims to take a more adult approach in the show. Uh, HBO Max ordered a bunch of more adult animation, uh, you know, projects to be ordered and, and come into the fray in the next uh, couple of months and years. Uh, you know, with a that being the focus for a lot of different shows uh, for HBO, Mindy Kaling's also stepping into a role to be the, you know, that voice of Velma, of course. And, you know, we might have another potential good show on our hands, man. Like, I I don't I don't know how I feel necessarily about, you know, the the twist just yet and, like, you know, the, the kind of tonal change with uh, Velma and the Scooby-Doo universe and stuff like that. What are you thinking, dog? What are you thinking about that? Um... I don't know. Like, I thought it was cool, but I was also like, I was just like, I saw it and I was just like, okay. Um, like, it's like, it's cool, but it's not what I was looking for. Like, I was never like, I want an adult version of Scooby-Doo. I'm also not a huge fan of adult animated TV shows, not because I don't think they're good or anything. They're just not my thing. It has to be really, really good. Like, uh, I think Smiling Friends is probably one of my favorite adult mm. TV shows right now. Yeah. It used to be Rick and Morty, but like, it got annoying after yeah. a while. It's like not a bad show. I'm just kind of like, once you watch enough Rick and Morty, I kind of just feel like I got I got the gist. I'm like, all right, cool. This is good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, will it be funny? Maybe I'll probably watch it with uh, Panda because she really likes Velma. So I wouldn't be against watching it. But mm-hmm. adult animation isn't necessarily my favorite thing, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It might just be a personal preference, or it might just be that like I don't know. I just I don't see the the the, the appeal of it. But I'm happy. Um, I think it's going to be, I think it's probably going to be, honestly, I think it's going to be good because it just seems like a funny, I think they're, they're going to have a lot of funny jokes in it. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for it, but I'm also not like, I'm not marking any calendar dates. That makes yeah, sense. I, I am not, I, I am definitely not, uh, you know what I'm saying? Breaking, breaking appointments and all stuff like that to go watch this show 100%. But the fact that, you know, I think in terms of, you know, historically for HBO Max. They they've dropped some really good, you know, animated adult adult series, you know what I'm saying? Like they've been actually to some of the really good like I know we talked about it a little bit earlier, but like I need to get fully more into it. But I've seen enough clips and stuff like that to watch the the uh, Harley Quinn show. Yeah, and that yeah. one was like how like hilarious, so funny. Bro, it was so funny yeah. top to bottom funny. Like it's it, it was dope. And again, uh I I I think it it could be a decent show. It could be a decent show. I was oh you know, it's it's interesting, of course, thinking about it now, like all the like the adult kind of tropes, or at least the, the, the more grown thoughts you have about the Scooby Doo universe, like yo, who are these weird motherfuckers just like chasing kids like this, bro? Like who are y'all weird people? Like, there's a lot more funny jokes and funny conversations that can come out of that stuff, funny dialogue. And I feel like that could actually be a pretty decent show. So that, that could be a good spin off spin off on, on, on Scooby Doo stuff, which uh it could be interesting. So we'll see. We'll keep an eye on it. Oh, for sure. I definitely, I'll definitely peep it when it comes out. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. All right. Uh, speaking of uh, anime you get tired of, or shows you get tired of, in more of a crossover uh, set of news, the Rick and Morty series is set to become an, an f- a full-on short, but full-on anime. Now, Adult Swim has set up the lane for Tower of God director and contributor on two previous Rick and Morty anime shorts, Takashi Sano, with 10 episodes being produced. How do you feel about it, man? Tower God creator, Tower God director, I should say, and Ricky Morty. Come on, 
an anime. Come on, aren't you excited, dog? <laughs> like, like it doesn't hurt anybody that this is coming out. I guess but it doesn't help anybody either. Like, mm. I, I just, I don't, I don't like this. It's like. Like watching somebody eat like cereal with their hands. Like I can't be mad at it, but I'm not happy that it's like happening. Like they're not hurting anybody, but I feel like not this my is cup wrong. of tea. Yeah, like I just feel like this is wrong in some way, some way, shape, or form. Like I just don't like it. <laughs> um, sure, I guess I just and again, it's not the show's fault. It's more the community. But like I remember at peak Rick and Morty height. People swore that this was like the ba- the best thing that ever happened to, to television ever. Mm-hmm. So it becoming an anime is only going to get worse because we're going to get some wild hot takes on Twitter. Like Rick and Morty now has become one of my top ten favorite animes of all time, and they're not wrong. Oh yeah, it's their opinion. Oh of yeah, what, and it technically is an anime, but I got to sit through a bunch of people saying dumb shit to me. Oh, and it's, they're gonna. Uh, they're so gonna do it. They're, they're when it, so when gonna it comes sc- out, I'm gonna make a burner so I can scream into the void about how much I uh, hate this timeline that we're in. Bro, they're gonna be like, it's the one of the new big three, bro. It's gonna be the new big three. Bro. Uh, when when it drops, I'm it gonna now. find America Chavez and I'm getting out of here. No. There's, there's gotta be a better <laughs> hey, timeline. Listen, just punch me as hard as you can. Let's see where we end up. Just just come on. Let's do it. <laughs> just go, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> On Yo, everything, you, bro. You know, I'm gonna dive through, and you close it whenever you feel it's right. Facts. But whatever I land will be better than here. Facts. I don't want to be here, bro. Uh, um, I don't got nothing. I don't got nothing too much to say on this, bro. I haven't even seen Tower of God, so I can't speak on the quality of the anime that was there. I, I, isn't that one of people were talking shit on it? I think people were talking saw, shit about Tower of God anime, like the animation style. I saw one episode, so I can't speak on it either. But I don't know if it's a bad. Like, it, mm. it was one of the animes that came out, like, it was, like, a weird time in anime where, like, webtoons were all getting animes. Um, it was the same time around, like, God of High School also got an anime. Uh, and I watched yeah. God of High School, God, but God I didn't watch... was heat. Yeah, that shit was God. She was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't watch Tower of God. And I remember mm. Panda was telling me we should watch it. And I think I watched, like, half an episode before we had to leave. And I wasn't yeah. against it. But, again, like, I don't think, it, I don't think it's... I don't, I, don't, I don't give a fuck if we give it to... Studio Ghibli. Like, y'all don't give a fuck yeah. who you give this to. I don't want it. Like, <laughs> it's, it's Rick and Morty, y'all. That's not what I want. Facts. Um, oh, you're not wrong. Sure. Yeah, like, bro. whatever. Mm-hmm. I I literally haven't finished, what, season four or season five? The one, that got, the one that got split up into two parts. I just didn't watch it because I was like, yeah, it t- took too long, bro. It took too long for I, me. I got to go back got, and watch it, but. The one I remember was Pickle Rick. Like, that season. I think I finished that season. And then after that, I was like. Oh, okay, dang, oh. cool. I'm, I'm like, this is fine. I felt like, mm. and then like, it, it just got annoying. Like after the Szechuan shit happened, I was like, your community is fucking disgusting. Um, I actually yeah. hate <laughs> everything about this, and I don't even want to participate in this anymore because I just feel like at one point this is gonna become a cult, and mm. a lot of people are gonna drink Kool that they made at home. I wasn't even he- Yeah, I don't even think I was in the country for that when the Szechuan sauce was. And niggas was, niggas was. Oh my goodness. Do you remember the video of this one dude in the middle of a store? He was like, I'm Pickle Rick. And yo, yeah, and yeah, tr- yeah. I was like, yo, y'all really like y'all. Y'all really showing y'all true colors of some weirdos, bro. That's crazy. Dog. Bro, That's wild. I, 
I showed up to McDonald's because the thing is like I thought it was gonna be something chill. But mm. I was like, they were like, yo, we're, we're doing Szechuan sauce, right? And I was like, all right, cool. Looked up the closest McDonald's. Me and my boy went out there. Mm. We we get there, bro. Line was like out the door. Mad long. I was like, fuck it, bro. We drove because we I was in college and the the McDonald's was like twenty minutes away. I was like, we drove mm. out here. We might as well. Stood in line. It wasn't actually as long as we thought it was, but. It, it one, they didn't it. have it because it was very select few places that had it. And two, mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't even really like McDonald's. Like, and I, like it was just everybody yeah. was there and everybody was being like annoying. And it was just like, man, mm-hmm. I kind of hate this. And then I saw like what was going on in other places. And I was like, I'm yeah. good. This I'm ain't good it. Off this. Yeah. this ain't it, bro. I'm about to say, yeah, nah, I feel that, dog. I feel that. I, yeah, I didn't really get any of like that stuff. I missed the, I missed the craze. And I, I see, I seen everything dropping on the, on Twitter and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. Y'all are weird, bro. Y'all are big yeah. weird. I need y'all to relax. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you're having a you're having a breakdown in the middle of McDonald's, bro. Like, hey yo, relax. Get some sweet yeah. and sour. Shut the fuck up. Dog. Yeah. Move. But yeah, that's that's enough of that shit. Uh on to the last story of the trailer trove. Uh something, you know what I'm saying? A little bit more upbeat, I think. You know, we got a trailer after a long wait, an updated trailer. Uh, for She-Hulk Attorney at Law, showing off Jennifer Walters, you know what I'm saying, doing her work, doing her damn thing. Uh, a whole host of characters, both familiar and old, and a lot more, with the Twitter timeline promptly bringing up their muscle mommy fixations. Needless to say, caught a lot of attention. So, I mean, it's She-Hulk is dropping a nine-episode run, starting on August 17th on Disney+. Plus. How do you feel about what you saw uh, for She-Hulk? Um, I thought it was cool. I thought it was a cute idea. Um, I mean, I got, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, cool. Um, we we got this show. I'm happy to see where they go with it. She-Hulk is more of a show that's like, I wanted this more than like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like this is mm-hmm. a show that like I, this is a story that I feel like would thrive better in a TV show. Absolutely. Um, and doesn't need like its own movie, and it mm-hmm. could easily be pulled into the movies if need be, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, I I I prefer more of these things. Like I don't think. Hawkeye needed his own show. He was a, he has movies. He has mm-hmm. multiple movies where he's in. We know who he is. Um, so like I am more open to these kind of Marvel TV shows than anything else. So like we'll I'll definitely give it a I'll give it a watch. I watched all of Moon Knight with Chaz. Um mm-hmm. and that show was really, really good. Um Facts. so like I'm more I'm open to watching She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like the again, the tonal switch. Again, the the kind of the stuff that you know She Hulk deal with it's some it's a little bit more comedic it's a little bit sometimes more like hearted and stuff like that and just like the tone is different the tone is different than you typical you know what I'm saying it's all action laden and stuff like that blah 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 it's, it's it's a different tone of pace so I feel like the TV format the episodic format is the best format for it that's a format line yeah. that statement shut the fuck up <laughs> uh, but basically uh, with this nine episode run I feel like her role and her coming into this again when you see with trailers like she's gonna be you know by representing a lot more superheroes and getting into that lane, which is makes sense. And I feel like the nine episodes will also kind of highlight a lot of different sections of Marvel that we haven't seen yet, or we have little hints of, like we saw abomination in the trailer and I'm pretty sure that's where, you know, that's where Wong and him went after they was fighting in Shang-Chi. Like, you know, say so they did, they think they ended up in that facility and stuff like that. So maybe you'll get glimpses of a lot of different people in those episodes and it's kind of like hopping from from place to place as this overarching story of oh she's trying to you know cope with you know her her family dna and her actually being able to turn to a hulk like you know 
kind of coming to grips with that stuff and accepting that, yo, listen, that's a part of her now and stuff like that. Like a little, you know, coming of age type of story, I guess, you know, in quote unquote. Yeah. But it looks hilarious. You know what I'm saying? It, lo- it looks actually like pretty funny. A lot of stuff like would be cool in there. I would like, you know what I'm saying, a nice little, you could sprinkle a little daredevil somewhere around there, you know what I'm saying, say what's up, make Matt pop his head in and stuff like that one time, that'd be nice. Uh, as many cameos, you know what I'm saying, as pretty, you know, as manageable, I say keep it manageable, because I feel like you're going to get one every episode, because she's going to, yeah. I would assume the four, I'm, I, I don't want to say format now, the, the, the pacing would be, hey, every episode it's a kind of a new case she takes on, or it's mostly a different cases that she gets to deal with, or a rotating, you know, assortment of them. Yeah. you'll see new characters from that uh you know we saw a couple of different people we saw titania we saw Frogman, which i had no idea who the hell that guy was mm. uh i i knew everybody say yeah titania of course hulk is there his arms healed so i don't even know how they got that man out of there uh his arm his arm is back to normal uh yeah uh you know that and just coming to grips like you know she might be the source of uh you know what i'm saying a lot of uh different thoughts about muscle bound women shouts to y'all bro y'all are absolutely <laughs> I couldn't hold that with a straight face. I couldn't. <laughs> Bro, that might be the source of a lot of, uh, you know, current current conceptions right now. I would say current thoughts yeah. that people are having on the timeline. She-Hulk she might be the source. This might be her fault. <laughs> she was carrying that man straight in, bro. I was like, me and who? Me and who, honestly, bro? Like, I just... <laughs> Yeah, it was bad funny. I definitely, I'm definitely more inclined to watch it. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see it because I think it's a, it's a good, it's a good story, yeah. and it's one that you could pull off. But I don't even think really necessarily that much CGI because She Hulk isn't like the Hulk who is like the size of a building. She's mm. just more like a taller, stronger woman. Yeah, literally. And I feel like they even toned down a bit more of the muscularness. I don't know why. Like you could have kept more muscular in because I'm like, yo, that's kind of yeah. that's her character. That's part of like her her look. But you know, it's yeah. whatever design of Marvel and blah blah blah. Um, some of the CGI looks a little bit rough, but it's also like May and the show comes out in August. So like there's a bunch of work to still be done and polished for the trailers. So I'm not putting too much credence on it right now. You know what I'm saying? Like it is what it is. Uh I know I've seen people getting up and I was like, oh, the CGI is bad. Blah, blah, blah. Look what ha- look what happened when Paramount had it. Yo, shut the fuck up. It's only May. Like, we have literally several months until the project is officially dropping in August. So they have until then to make their final edits, make their final cuts, do their work, and, and, and you know, really tidy it up. So shut the fuck up, strap in, go watch Thor in the meantime, and wait for this to drop. Because I, I think it's going to be actually a really good show. Honestly, uh, like, I say it's upper expectations. I, I, I expect this to break into, like, my top, honestly, probably, like, top four, top four projects, top four MCU shows, I would say. I think it has the potential too, because I I like she I Hulk is one of my favorite characters in my privacy. I you know looked into She Hulk and stuff like that. So I enjoy the stuff that, you know, and the subject matter that she gets around to. You know what I'm saying? Like just as a character and and, and the cast that gets involved with her. So, you know, I think it might actually be a really, really solid show. And it could introduce to a lot of stuff. Like it it could actually be a a meaningful segue for a lot of different things. And it would make sense instead of, you know, shoehorning a lot of different cameos and other stuff in like other shows may have been, you know, it could be yeah. a, a, an effective vehicle for all, for like a lot of street level people and, you know, other characters that we might see in a couple projects coming forward. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think, I think she would be a perfect, like if there's any Marvel TV show that I think could, should get a second season, um, it's, it hasn't even come out yet, but it's She-Hulk. Uh, yeah or like like shows like she hulk daredevil like things like that yeah make sense yeah like like something that isn't hey we're going to um we're going to just string things together 
in a simple way. Like even Loki, I like the idea. If it got a second season, I wouldn't be mad at it. But that to me, mm. that's more of like a limited series. Like giving it another series to move shit forward. Yes. Mm. But like this could be something along the lines of like not like a sitcom, but like uh like oh here comes She Hulk's Adventures, and you're checking mm. in with smaller shit. Like there's yeah. an episode where maybe she runs into like uh spider-man like like, Mm -hmm. runs into tom holland's character like shit smaller shit where it's like i want to know what happened to blah 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 but we don't need a full movie about it or we don't need a a full whatever like i want to check in on luke cage real quick and it's like cool he's right here i'm I'm going to his Mm -hmm. bar to help it from getting foreclosed or whatever something small you know yeah and and it's it's a very meaningful and logical liaison to a lot of different characters that's that's i feel like that's what we're agreeing on right now it's like it makes sense to have that that waypoint to see as many different characters as you can without them getting their own project. You have to waste so much money on them having a solo project and this, that, and third. Bro, just put them in the She-Hulk series. She can go see them. Yeah. They, they, they can have their cameo that way. So when they'll appear, appear in bigger projects and have their cameos, you don't have to do a whole backstory or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, And, and do a whole different feel for them. They, they're already present. You've already seen it before. So it, it's a good uh, it's a good segue, and I think it'll be a good series in its own right. So... I, I think there's a lot of good potential coming. I agree with you. Facts. And I'm about to say, people try to quell your horniness in the meantime. Quell no. your horniness. Thank you very much. I'm about to say, lots of people is in there. I'm about to say, I might be included in that, but that's beside the point. Uh, anyways, uh, that's enough for the trailer trove today. I'm about to say, enough. Let's move on to some other topics, man. Uh, so we had the 505 Games Conference at the top of the week. I thought it was going to be really like packed out. It was not. And uh, almost woke up. Super, oh, my God. Uh, I forgot about it. Yeah, I, I totally yeah. did not know it happened. <laughs> yeah, I did not either until 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 Wednesday. I had no clue. Uh, but, you know, there was a couple of games that got showed off. But the main one uh, was something called the Miasma Chronicles. Now, uh, I must say with that uh, is the creative team from from excuse me, the creative team behind Mutant Year Zero. Uh, this game is like a tactical craft adventure in like a post-apocalyptic world, and you're fighting an entity known as the Miasma. So, looked pretty interesting. Got a quick announcement trailer. It's gonna be coming, uh, you know, uh, to PS5. Like they were like staring. It's like this boy and this robot. This guy looked like kind of like a, a bootleg Cal Kestis. I don't want to say bootleg, but still, he was kind of there. But uh, him and his robot kind of fighting this like this dark thing. I assume is like one of the Miasma, and it kind of looks like like technomancery. You know, like a, a little bit different. I, I'm I'm curious to see how the gameplay goes, but I mean, thoughts on all this? Um, I saw it and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." Um, you said, uh, "Let me find the phrase: tactical craft adventure." Um, that that doesn't sound like a genre, but oh my okay. goodness, I miss I miss my words. Beautifully, oh, cr- yeah, I got it from the description. Beautifully crafted tactical adventure. So it's just a tactical adventure. Sorry. Okay, I was like, Sorry. what is? Ta- how how do you tactically craft something? Yeah, um, I, I mean you can, but not like in a genre. Yeah, game. my fault. That's my yeah, bad. Yeah, my yeah, bad. No. T. Hey, no, listen, we're fun. we're keeping this bitch wrong. Right? <laughs> it happens. It happens. Um, I'm interested in the world. Like it looks interesting. Like it for sure looks interesting. But again, it's a cinematic trailer. Like I, the cinematic trailers. Cinematic trailers are like your dad telling you, like, let's go to Toys R Us. Like, we're going to go to Toys R Us. It's like, I'll believe it when we get there, bro. Like, this is good. Like, this is, I would love to get hype and excited. But when you don't take me, I'm going to be tight, bro. So, like, I'd rather just, I'd rather be proven wrong. 
It looks cool. It's it's giving very much uh boy and his droid, which isn't a bad thing. I just I ain't seen no gameplay. The the setting looks interesting, the, the designs look interesting. I I gotta see the game though. Like I gotta see what we're working with here. Yeah, uh show me the Carfax, and that's all I gotta say about yeah. that. <laughs> that's literally all I have to say, bro. It is what it is, man. But it looks decent though. Shout out to you know what I'm saying. Shout out to Bal shout out to you know what I'm saying? Shout out to him out there. He's doing his thing. Uh, okay, moving forward a little bit, man. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Fall Guys dropped the news this week, y'all. Come on, biggest news of the week, everybody. The six-foot beanbag people are going to be a part of a free-to-play game. So, yeah, man. Listen, Fall Guys going free-to-play. Alongside announcing a level editor for people to get their hands on and customize their hardest tracks. It's going to be coming to Xbox and Switch as well with cross-play, cross-progression, new levels, costumes, and more on June 21st. How do you feel about that, man? What's going on? Um, I, I say this and I'll say this until the day I die. Cross-play should be, if you want cross-play in your games, it should have been there from the beginning. Because you're only hurting yourself by waiting too long. Shoutouts to Guilty Gear Strive, where I can only find fights if it's nine o'clock at night on a, on a weekend or something. Like, there's gr- the community. You should never really fragment your community in a multiplayer game. You're kind of just shooting yourself in the foot. I understand it makes development way easier, but when you're when when you're a game like Fall Guys that we all notoriously know for taking over our timeline and our lives for a hot month i want to say like i want to say one month maybe two at the mm. most at the most two months mm. and then fizzling out when among us came through and just fucking smacked the shit yeah. out of it ate, because it was ate his lunch plate crazy yeah, a free-to-play game that came through like like you see what i'm saying is like when among us took over they should have been heavily considering free-to-play what they should have did was like drop two or three seasons in the paid model is that would have been like the twenty dollars you spent? It's like the, you just you got mm. three battle passes for free, and then go free to play, bro. Because they should have been did this. I feel like they're like, I don't. Remember, I think this game came out in twenty 2020, twenty. It's twenty twenty two. They're like a year yeah. late with this. They should have went free to play last year. Um, will it bring more people? That level editor might, because that was one issue I had with Fall Guys. Is once you played enough levels, you played it for a long enough time, you kind of get. Re- you're, I mean, obviously they don't have enough. They don't have infinite number of levels, but you kind of get tired of the same the same old same old there'd be times where i'd be playing fall guys and if i got to the level where it was the hexagon fall thing i was just like well i'm not winning this because i'm not a sweat and i don't feel like spending 30 minutes like doing the short jumps or whatever to like slowly get the hexagon thing to get done so the level editor with maybe like community levels getting brought into like the main rotation would be sick Mm -hmm. Crossplay is going to be cool. I don't know how it's going to work with the Switch. I say this every single time they mention crossplay and Switch. I always say, we'll see what it works like, what it looks like with the Switch. Mm. Cross progression, crossplay, all these things are good. I just hope that it's in enough time to make the game relevant or stay relevant. But I, I don't even really want to say that it's still relevant because there's only one person I know mm. who was still repping Fall Guys, and that was Sammy. And he, oh. till this day, will defend that game and be like, Yo, that game is still good. I don't know what everybody's talking about. Like, bro, I never, I don't even remember I mean, where I bought it. Uh, I will say this. I never bought it and I uh, <laughs> never will. <laughs> never will. Uh, you know what I'm saying? At this point, um, listen, I will say this honestly. Uh, cool. You sh- I feel like this game should have been free, honestly. Because, I mean, this, 
having that level of content. And they, they, they had a good media run, too. They had a really good media run with all the inclusions and all the collabs that they had. Like, they had really solid traction. You know, if it was free, even more people would have been on that wave. I think they could have extended that a lot further. And then when you added something like a level editor in there, just helps to double the, the shelf life, you know, of the, of this whole experience. So, uh, you know, it's better late than never. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, glad that they're actually doing it and going free and then adding a level editor that's dope. Uh, for me, uh, it's kind of, I mean, for me, a little, a little part of me is like, yo, that's kind of dope because I like level editors uh, way back in the day. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how long ago this was. I used to be playing Minecraft on Xbox and I was with the lobby of friends and we'd make like little wipeout tracks and shit like that. I would literally be in there for hours just building and stuff in creative mode, just building it out, building it out. So something like a level editor is near and dear to my heart. I like stuff like that. Shit like Forge, you know what I'm saying? Like actually, you know, building shit out. So that's dope to see in a Fall Guys format. I would love to try some tracks out, like give it a go one time. But for me, I think it's not the biggest thing in the world, but shout out to Fall Guys. You know what I'm saying? You're stuck in there. You're stuck in there longer than a lot of people think you would. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you did your numbers, kid. You did your numbers. Yeah, we'll mm. we'll see what happens. I I like the game, uh, and hopefully hoping for the best. Facts, facts though. Okay, listen. All right. Uh, looking back, uh, I see Jay in the chat. I was say I looked at the restream right now. Dang, all <laughs> this guy. That's funny. Uh, shout out Groovy J, man. All right. Uh. So uh, this uh, this week, we got some word on uh, some of the games that will be included in the PS Plus tiers as they relaunch their new service in June. So uh, there was a ton of classic uh, games. Uh, There's too many to count. Uh, there was a lot of PS uh, upgraded PlayStation joints from all over the shop to modern titles like Red Dead Redemption 2, Miles Morales, limited time trials for Horizon Forbidden West, Tiny Tears Wonderlands, WWE 2K22, and more. But the biggest inclusion out of this news drop was that the fact that Ubisoft Plus Classics will be included in the in the tiers of PS Plus at no additional cost. So Ubisoft Plus, in some capacity, is now a part of the PlayStation Plus tiers. Uh, the full list has things like South Park and A Stick of Truth, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, For Honor, and more a part of this uh, offering. So, I mean, the, the plot thickens a little bit. The plot thickens. What do you think about this stuff? I think that it's funny that they they put uh, <laughs> there's so many games on here that are classics that I I just legendary fishing cool uh, <laughs> sure um Zombie, classic sure um <laughs> cool like I I think this it's it's good like in the long run it's good mm. I really just need this to drop i really just need this to drop i don't think i can i can't i can't state that enough as much as like i like speculating and looking into the games that are going to be on it i need it to drop i need to know what i can download i need to know what i can not download i'm doing i'm gonna do a full in-depth review on the whole service um mm. on on youtube like i'm mm. definitely gonna go through it and i'm gonna talk about pricing i'm gonna talk about all that shit because i think it's i'm a huge fan of saving money when it comes to gaming because i know how expensive the hobby can be Mm. And I really want to know if they're really catering to the PC audience. So we for sure are going to be diving deep into it. Like I'm looking through some of the screenshots and the games on this list are massive on the PlayStation side. The like uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Good, good, good addition to this. Mm. But when you're telling me Ubisoft classics, where is, where's Splinter Cell? Where is, where's Splinter Cell? 
Where is Rainbow Six Siege? Where is The Division? Where are the games that you're known for? You know, we don't even have Rayman on here. You're telling me Rayman isn't a classic? You're, that game goes on sale for like 30 cents. Like they'll pay, mm. they'll pay me money to put, to play that <laughs> game. It's an amazing game, and I'm not yeah. sitting here talking shit. It's one of the best Ubisoft games they've ever made. Mm. But we don't have either of those two gems on this classics list. But we got Far Cry Four, I guess. Um, yeah. And I'm a Tri- Far Cry fan. Hella, hella, hella trials like, games. Hella trials yeah, games. I'm like, bro, that's kind of wild. Now who I, I, that? I <laughs> like, who, who says it? Who's sitting here saying that's a classic? I need to, I need to see the full list. There's no way this is the full list. Yeah. Watch Dogs now, One this, over this, two. That's that's kind of crazy. Now the list right now that's that's the only the first 27 titles that's dropping day one. But they said they will increase it to 50 at the end of the year. So the list has 50 games and part of Ubisoft Plus Classics, and it will increase to 50. But right now they're dropping with 27. So I don't know what additions they'll make to it. But right now it's this list. So I mean they got a they got a couple on them. You know what I'm saying? Valhalla. There's good value for money. It's like 100 plus hours. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I say a Far Cry Three Blood Dragons dope, but it's only like like what, twelve hours? You know what I'm hey, saying? Like they're not they're not bad games. Like they're not bad games. Like I don't yeah. want to say. Far is it Cry that Zombie or... U game? Oh my gosh, that thing That's is still alive. Zom- I remember that was a Wii U sp- exclusive. Oh Bro. my gosh, that was Bro, oh that's not- weird. They got the Division One on here, but who who the fuck who's is playing, playing Division that? One? It's it's a it's a game like Destiny. Nobody's on that shit anymore. Thanks. There's no point in it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna have to see. Like that's mm. basically what I feel like. Ubisoft being on it is a great move, but mm. um, if you would have told, if I would have brought you in and I'm like, yo, Ubisoft, come in. I'm dropping a crazy ass fucking a crazy ass service, bro. I want you to be a part of it. And you brought me Zombie you to the table. I'm like, I, yo, Ubisoft, I don't think you're serious about this, about this get merger. You, get your fucking hands off me. <laughs> you're giving me the leftovers, baby. Bro, Come on now. That's Play crazy. <laughs> and you see EA Play dropping a whole shebang bang on top of uh, the Game Pass, bro. That's bro, crazy. That's EA crazy. EA busting it open for Xbox. That's, and Ubisoft is wide. giving crumbs. Ubisoft Facts. gave more to, the, more to the Game Pass by fucking putting... Um, uh, Rainbow Six Extinction on there, then then Facts. Then Fact, day one, you know day, one. day one, day, day one, day one. Come on, son, y'all playing? Y'all playing games? Hey, Ubisoft said, uh, "Listen, man, y'all gonna have to fork up some more if you're gonna drop more of these titles, big dog." I don't know. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, because because Ubisoft's making so much money off of you play, right? Because that they have the they have the negotiating power. Ah, listen, They're, listen, man, listen. Ubisoft courts is taking off, bro. Those NFTs are taking off right now, bro. Trust me, I promise you. I promise. All right. <laughs> Trip bought 17 million quartz. He's really hoping that everybody else <laughs> taps into it. <laughs> and get that shit out of here, bro. But I'm saying so far, uh, this shit ain't standing up to Game Pass, bro. And I doubt it will unless they do some big, some big it's moves, not, bro. It's not even they're not, not even the same ballpark. Like, and I don't I don't want to be the one to compare, but nigga, they two live service game services, nigga. We I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For oh, this we case, like, we got it's, it's, this one literally being released. Yeah, this is literally the exact reason. If there wasn't competition between these two, they wouldn't drop this thing. They wouldn't even announce any any type of service like this, any type of rework. So I'm, it is what it is. Yeah, honestly, you could even look at like just one of the PlayStation like eras. Like you could look at. Mm-hmm. I, I'd even argue that the PS1 games that they're giving me, or the PS2 games that they're giving me in the same service, outweigh mm-hmm. all of the Ubisoft games that they've given me. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not wrong, uh, bro. Not wrong, bro. And I'm like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, yeah, man. I really want to get back into it and play, you know what I'm saying? Ape Escape. Shout out to Ape Escape. But I'm not looking for Ape Escape. You know what I'm saying? IQ Intelligent Cube. You really saying I'm paying this money for IQ Intelligent Cube? Really? This is what we doing? Bro. I will, I will say this. <laughs> if you're going to keep going through that list, we're not talking shit about Hot Shot Golf. No, 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 no. This is an exact reason why I skipped over Hot Shots Golf because it's fire. There's an exact reason why I skipped over that. There's, there's a method. Be, there's a, there's a method to the madness. There's a method to the madness, bro. They don't know. They don't know. Hot Shots Golf is that shit. Hot Shots Golf. I know. I've had people, Trust me. I remember when Everybody Golf's came out on the PS4, uh, mm-hmm. and I was mm-hmm. like, "That shit looks crazy." Everybody was looking at me like a madman. I'm like, "You don't know. You, you're, you're, you're ignorant, you bro." Peep. Facts. Facts. You're, you, you haven't been enlightened to the facts, bro. To the facts of life. You're looking at me weird, but honestly, I just feel more bad for you. <laughs> Max, you just don't know, bro. He does not know what he's done. <laughs> Facts, man. We'll oh, see, bro. Shit. But it's it's looking weird, man. It's looking weird for PS Plus. We're going to see about it in June, man. We're just going to see about it in June. Yeah. All right. On to the last story of the day. And I left this last for a reason because I know certain niggas is happy. <laughs> In an interview this week with Leo Edit, perpetually squinting actor Norman Reedus might have dropped a little bit of a gem for Kojima fans. So, in this interview, Reedus seems to confirm that a Death Stranding 2 is currently in production, stating that, and then the game came out, and it just won all these awards, and it was a huge thing, so we just started part two of that. So, in essence, you know, they, they were talking about Death Stranding, and, you know, he just kind of let it slip that, a part two is coming on the way. When? How do you feel? Um, the thing is about me is that I knew this game was coming. I like. I cannot express to you how good it's like. I just can't. I can't express. Like I can't. I can't put it into words. Like I can't convince you to get the game. The only way I can describe this game is like. Imagine if I'm trying to put it into words. Mm. like because there's nothing really like it in a sense because you have like world building you know what i'm saying like like you have like the way i can describe it is like imagine if those trucking simulator games or like uh Mm. elite dangerous which is like a space uh simulator game like imagine Mm. those games where you're delivering shit like you're just that's just like your job you're doing it for money or whatever got mixed with like some horror elements in the terms of like you have to like hide from monsters and shit Mm. and at the same time had some like i don't want to say animal crossing but like you change the world as if it was animal crossing like me going and being like hey i'm gonna build this bridge here now this world that i've built has this bridge to this area so mm. I don't ever have to worry about crossing this river because I built this bridge. I've changed the world to make it suit me. Okay. And then like I'll go into other people's games and I'll see like instead of putting a bridge here, my boy put a bridge on the other side of this river where it was mm. smaller or where it was wider. Like it's just such a weird experience of you seeing this destroyed world building in it. And on top of that, having to like carry all this cargo from point A to B while hiding from monsters, while using cool abilities like um, a zip line or cargo cannons, or even in the director's mm. cut, there's a robot that you can ride. Or mm. even I remember there was one time I was on top of a mountain and 
the little cargo carrier that you have it's like a little shopping cart that's attached to the back of you that you just like put shit on yeah. you could put all the shit on your back and jump on it and like ride it down i rode it oh, down shoot. the mountain yeah so like i was on top of a mountain and i was like i need to get down there so i was like i just jumped on it kicked down and was like riding down the mountain and it worked out in my favor and then i tried to do it another time and i wiped out and all my packages got lost in the mountain and i had to reload the save because i wasn't gonna go running around the mountain to get them and it's just cool shit like that like it's just hard to explain why it's so good and then the story it's kojima so you're not gonna get it but you're gonna yeah. enjoy the wild ride it's like it's like kingdom hearts but instead of emotions you're like understanding a logic in a different language you're like oh you know what yeah. this kind of makes sense like this guy this this guy's character one of the characters in the game his connection to the afterlife is that every i think it's like every three minutes he has a heart attack that kills him oh my gosh but, yeah but then after 30 seconds he has a defibrillator on his chest that revive like uh that oh, like revives yeah, him. yeah it brings him back so he goes he dies and goes to the afterlife for 30 seconds and then comes back so like he's like yeah I can, i'm connected to the afterlife in that sense so he was explain he's a doctor he's explaining all this and you're just you're sitting there like what the fuck are you? yeah like it makes most there's so many wild ass characters in the game and it just talks about afterlife and current life and i still don't get the what the fuck i did at the in that whole fucking two years it took me to beat that game but it's i cannot wait for the second one even the even the improvements from like the first one to the director's cut, it wasn't a lot, but it showed me like they understand what they're doing in this space. So I'm excited. I knew that there was gonna be a second game. I just need to see the trailer. This will probably be the only cinematic trailer I'm excited for because the cinematic trailers in this game do match up with the game itself mm. in terms of like either the areas. It's not bar for bar, uh, word for word. Yeah, you get those big set pieces or like. The trailers make sense like it mm. will or there there are scenes that look just like yeah. the, the cinema or close enough up. that you're just like yeah mm. like you i know that if i was to if they were to make this game on a pc as like the model the cinematic would be super close to it but i understand that like this doesn't look as good as the cinematic because i'm playing it on a ps4 at the towards the end mm. got you got you yeah uh gonna sit there and <laughs> nod like i understood uh you know halfway <laughs> No, I'm playing with y'all. Played y'all. Played you. I, I see what you're saying. Honestly, I I'm still continually dismissing it, but I think at some <laughs> point I will want to try it. I would want to actually give it an earnest try. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I've given it enough slander. I've given it enough shit. I feel like I actually would want to give it a go. You know what I'm saying? With the second one, I don't know. Don't don't tell me. But like, does the plot? Okay, don't spoil it. But does the plot end somewhere in a conclusive manner? Is there open to interpretation or is there a definitive like, hey, this ending ended and we can we we could go somewhere else, but this part ended. Like this this first part, Death Stranding one, is that's a bracket. No. Like they could move on. They one hundred percent could move on. But they could also not. And that's the biggest thing. Is that okay. like it's not like it it doesn't I don't want to say there is some conclusion to it. Like if this was the last game, if this was the only game, I would be happy with it. Um, maybe I would like for like some novels or something like some extra, mm. some expanded lore on certain things. Yeah. Um, I would love for that, but no, I think I don't think it does that. Um, because there it does end in a pretty satisfying way for me. Yeah. But like I could also see where people are like, nah, I need more. Um, and if they decide to move on with a different character. Or or do it in the world but with a different 
uh, different people, I'd mm-hmm. understand it. But if they continued uh, Norman Reedus's character, uh, I would also be like, I bet we back in we back in the booth, we walking across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, I will also point out that Death Stranding and the director's cut will be on the PlayStation uh, on the PlayStation um, streaming service on the PlayStation Plus. So. If, if you if you ever don't want to pay for the full price thing, it will be available. I'm just I'm mm. just letting people know. This guy, bro. God damn. <laughs> I about to say UPS box advocate, bro. I about to say every time you walk in that game, all you hear is Bully Nelson, bro, on the road again. I can't wait like, to get on the road again. I oh my god, it's so good. The only the only issue I have, and I don't know because I haven't gotten too far into the director's cut, because all I've been doing is I I'll play like one mission and like mm. just fuck around in the photo mode because it's so good um mm. this game and and ghost of Tsushima have amazing photo fantastic mode. photo mode ghost fantastic oh my photo oh my mode. it, it makes it makes the game like imagine pokemon snap was just a mode that's how mm-hmm. good it feels and i'm like damn people paid like x amount of money for snap and that's, that's all that is is photo mode where it's this game has that as a feature mm-hmm. um i i haven't tested this out but i would love for them to start adding and this is for all games in general i think every Mm. game that has audio logs in any capacity you should be able to listen to them while you're doing anything like it should be like listening to music like the thing is in the game there is game there's music that you can like play while you're in your um in your private quarters or while like sometimes you can build like a little rain hut because rain in the game like hurts you um there's, there's like a little like umbrella that mm. will play music for you if it's leveled up like you could have like your own music that's played in the game on there and i'm like oh this is kind of mm. cool but like you can't listen to music while you walk yeah. there's an artistic reason for that but like audio logs bro if i'm walking across this game spending hours just literally walking let me let me listen to some of the backstory let me listen to some people talking about some shit you know what i'm saying let yeah. me podcast it that. up in my game yeah i feel that i feel that you know what and I'm that's saying, not bro. just this like yeah, i was I just, like that's that not just game. this yeah like mm. every game bro Hey, listen, man. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you need to just bump no cooldown when you want to go in a game, bro. Sometimes you need to you <laughs> know listen to some shit back and forth, bro. I feel that. I feel that, though. But yeah, I will go on record and say I'm willing to give this game a try. Honestly, I am willing to give this game a try. 100%. I was just... uh, Yeah, no. It, it still probably is a delivery simulator, but I am interested to see what else it has, like, thematically and story-wise, because I feel like that seems to be the big draw that gets people, you know, involved. I mean, it's Kojima, so it's like... You know, that's yeah. that's kind of like the big sticking point and stuff like this. So I'm interested to see about that. I'm interested to see how this uh, alleged sequel uh, will pan out and where, where it might end up, man. I, one thing I know for sure, the game's going to be damn beautiful. I will say that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's no doubt Death Stranding 2 would definitely be a uh, for sure gorgeous game. So you know what? Uh, you know, shout out to Death Stranding fans everywhere. Y'all are rejoicing a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Just waiting for the full confirmation for Daddy Kojima to come out and say, hey, listen, mm-hmm. pull up the two and then that's it. But yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? Shout out yeah. to y'all. All all five of us are very excited oh for this game. We're, we're all buying 100 copies each. <laughs> we have a group chat. Oh my gosh, man. On the WhatsApp, man. It's getting connected. I feel that. I respect it. That's that's community solidarity right there, man. That's that solidarity. Every all time right. I find somebody talk about it on the timeline, I literally geek out. I'm like, oh my now, god, he's like Death Stranding. Like, brethren! So like, just like, like, fuck. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I've bought it like three times so far. Uh-huh. You're awesome. Oh my gosh, man. The 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 rare sights, the rare sights. But it is it is what it is. 
And with that being said, that is all I got on my notes, bro. That's literally everything I got. Uh, I had nothing else. Um, anything that we might have missed? Anything that might be, you know what I'm saying, slipping through the cracks this week that you saw? I'm trying to think. Because um, I feel like there is something that that happened. But honestly, if it was big enough, we'll probably talk about it next week. But I, I think that's honestly it for me as well. I don't think I really have anything to add. Mm. Yeah, no, me, me neither, man. I don't got too much to add. You know what I'm saying? Just keep playing your games. Multiverses is going hard right now. I will tell you that much. Uh, I'm yeah. going to be on that for the weekend. Uh, yeah, I'm about to just eat food, drink this water, and chill out, bro. Like, it's uh, it's almost June. You know what I'm saying? Lots of big things coming from this side. Uh, yeah, man. But, yeah, before you head out, man, what's your closing notes, man? Closing notes before you get, get, get them going. Um, don't overdo it on the Popeyes before a podcast. Oh, my I'm gosh. Lie, the first half of this podcast, I was dying and being like man am i gonna am i gonna throw up on stream my stomach digested it Uh, we're moving forward this guy um this guy and i will clap anybody in multiverses that's a pretty solid statement i my move my gameplay is kind of crazy it's it's crazy it's just listen let me let me go get some practice in bro because this man think he hot (laughs) shit bro i need i need to i need to come balance the scales in this hole bro this don't make no sense (laughs) This is wild. Yeah, I'm bringing I'm bringing my main fin. I'm about to say I'm bringing a maining fin for now before I unlock more characters. And I'm about to make it crack. I'm I'm telling you, when I get my hands on this game like fully fully and like get into it, Finn and Ari about to go nasty. My Ari is gonna be nasty. I put that on everything. I put the, uh, man. Oh my, that Ari is gonna be ah. Oh, it's gonna ah. Oh, I'm about to get on somebody's ass with that. Anyways, I'm getting excited. But yeah, my close note is man. Uh. Drink water. Make sure you tell people you love them. You know what I'm saying? Do your thing out here. A lot of games coming. Make sure you just enjoy yourself. Stop being negative out here. You know what I'm saying? Believe in yourself a little bit. And most importantly, make sure you follow us on all platforms. First and foremost, you know what I'm saying? If you want to catch the live video version and everything on Wentside Wolf Taco channel, it's W-O-T-A-K-U space T-C-H-A-N-N-E-L Taco channel on YouTube. Went easy on all other platforms. You want to get in touch with his stuff and the video version of the podcast. For me, it's that man tripping all all platforms, social and on YouTube. If you want to get in touch with me, any stuff we do on here at No Cool Down Pod at No Cool Down Pod. I'm gonna say it one more time, like Dr. Umar at No Cool Down Pod to follow us for all updates on our Twitter, audio platforms, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. I'm about to say Apple Podcasts. I'm about to say Anchor. All over the place. Make sure you check out our, our all of our links. Rate us five stars. Make sure you share it around, man. We got a lot of info, a lot of game to drop on people, man. We're trying to be one of them podcasts out here, and we need your help to do it. So make sure you rate us five stars. You get our name out there. Help us out. And yeah, man, we, we, we rocking. We rocking, man. Lots of good content to go. Game, you know, announcement season because E3 is also, you know, kind of dead. We still don't know the proper name for it yet, but the summer game season is almost upon us. That means a lot more heavy, in-depth analysis, a lot of special things coming your way from the No Cooldown Podcast. So make sure you stay tapped in with us, especially during the first weeks of June. You're not going to want to miss it. There's a lot of good stuff coming. Uh, And yeah, with that being said, that's been episode 24. We've been balling like we Kobe, and we are out of there.